Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Why, yes, it is. Hey, you wanted the best. You got the best. Look out your window and look at the, uh, the moon before it goes away. Okay, do that real quick. The blood moon. Check it out. Uh, hey, it's the monsters morning. Tonight. No, it's right now. It's going on right, right, right now. Oh, I missed it then. Well, no, you can uh, look out the window. Look out and see if it's out there. See if it's Shucks. out there. Go check it out. You don't care? Mm. <laughs> uh, Let's see if will do that. Monsters Morning Show Radio 104.1, broadcasting live on iHeartRadio, a free application for your smartphone. I tell you about it all the time. If you don't have it yet, shame the hell on you. Uh, all you got to do is put it on your smartphone, and you can always have the monsters with you. If you got some headphones, bam, you plug them in, you listen to the show live. And then also, we have a, uh, a Monsters On Demand channel that you can check out. It's Monsters On Demand. Just go to iHeartRadio, type in the keyword monsters or the, you know, the search word monsters, and we come up at the very, the very bottom. It's Monster Podcast, and you get uh, like all the shows on demand. It's really, really cool. Hey, I'm Russ Rollins, host of the program, and with everybody this morning, we're doing this until around 11 o'clock. Here's the goat ripping champion of Palaga, Florida, Dirty Jim. Oh. Running the board is Angel. Carlos is here. To the top, never stop. And our intern, uh, McGraw, will be taking your phone calls Pete. when you dial this number, 407-916-1041, or toll-free, it's one 978 1041. Yeah, right now is the, the blood moon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what a perfect time. It's it's uh, Halloween, yeah. October, the blood moon. Does anyone know what the hell it means, though? I was trying to look up and find. Now, here's what I figure it means. I know we've done this before, but I just have a bad memory. Uh, I think I know what it means, Russ. The moon's about to be a bitch for the next seven days. <laughs> 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 okay. Ah, uh, thank you. I've been here all night. <laughs> thank you. Um, no, that's not what it means. So why is there a red tent? Why does it look re- you know uh, red right now? It's doing the whole thing where it's a, an eclipse, a total eclipse of the moon. So the moon is passing. Uh, oh, Bonnie Tyler. The the uh, the Earth is passing this way, and you got the uh, the moon over here, so you can't see it for a minute or Are two. Are you a scientist? <laughs> I am. I, I got my big hands up so you can see what I'm talking about. Usually, I don't speak to figure it out. Cryptic scientific <laughs> speak, but the moon, I think, is uh, scientifically says over here. Oh, it's over <laughs> here. Picture me holding my hand up in the sky randomly to the left. <laughs> and then, the, and then, the, yeah. The, so, if that were the sun, this is and it goes this way, and it totally is a total eclipse. But oh, what what creates the red tent? Anyone want to take a guess? Uh, the dust from uh, Asia. That's pretty that close. Sounds good. Is it really close? I think it's something like that. I think. Oh, it's you something... don't know the answer? No, you can I don't. Ask me a question oh, like that. I don't know the answer. And I think that's a drug term for opium. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Asian dust. Um, smoke uh, that. It's that horse. <laughs> yeah. Or do you like to get I'd wet? I, I, not big on sign trust. Never have been. Never will be. Uh-huh. And uh, well, we're gonna learn a little something today. All right. I, Way to hold it, out. It has to have something to do with the crystals <laughs> in the atmosphere. And for some reason, they appear red on on an eclipse like this. It's something to do with the crystals in the atmosphere. I'm going to guess. Hmm. I wonder you want if the it, answer? Is it seasonal because of uh, the changes 
going on in the, the weather, pa- weather patterns for us? Is it red everywhere? I guess it has to be, right? It says the best place to see it right now is in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Let's go. If you're on a beach in Hawaii, man, it looks just wow. incredible yeah, right now. Yeah, because I'm going to drive in and just hey. like a full moon. That's yeah. where uh, what Carlos's shoot last weekend that's mm-hmm. where they are right now. They're in Hawaii. Aren't oh they? yeah, yeah. They went out to Hawaii, like directly. They did like their classic honeymoon straight to Hawaii, so they can see the total eclipse of the moon. That's good. Um, does it say why? Okay, do you yeah. you know why it looks red right now? Yes. Okay, why? All right. So uh, was dur- I close with crystals? Mm. No. Uh, during the <laughs> what about eclipse? the hand motions? Was he hand motions there? were on point though? <laughs> yeah. Uh, during the eclipse, which is <laughs> the second to occur this year, uh, was it second our or only natural. Satellite will be fully co- covered by the Earth's shadow. The Ooh. moon appears orange or red, the result of sunlight scattering off of uh, our atmosphere, hence the name Blood Moon. Weather permitting, uh, sky watchers in North America, Australia, Western South America, and parts of East Asia will be able to see the spectacle. Oh, okay. So it was it's some sort of particles, but not... But not crystals, not ice crystals. Not, according to this, and this is from the BBC, so you know how they are. Well, Sounds you, like it's a re- refracted sunlight or something. Yeah. Like if you missed it today, uh, don't worry. You've got next uh, see, uh, April the 4th, 2015. It's coming back. So uh, Sweet. I'll make uh, a date of it. You can just kind of lay in bed and know that it's out there. I saw it coming in, in and uh, it, it wasn't particularly thrilling. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, the moon's doing what they said it would what, do. There was one, uh, I guess, earlier this year that was more visually... More predominant? More yeah. more of a big deal? What's that? Is that me? Somebody calling you? You got to be. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> what the hell was that? Man, you get a call at 6 in the morning? No, that was uh, somebody giving you a booty call. Yeah. Police at my door. <laughs> I definitely was not that. If you ain't doing the show, come on by, Angel. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't get those kind of calls anymore right now. Bobby. <laughs> come on by, Bobby. Come on, Angel. Oh. Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to, I make, like, every morning I come in and now I, I've added to my rituals. Okay. So one of my, and it doesn't, if I can add to it and I'm all cool. That's good. I'm all good. I added to my ritual making coffee in the morning. That's one of the things I do now. But man, whatever I made this morning, that tastes like, did we, did we run something through the coffee machine? Like, uh, I don't know, acid? Oh, you used the coffee machine this morning? Uh-oh. <laughs> I filled that up with horse crap. That's yeah. what it tastes like, man. What did I put in there? Did anyone, it, it, I mean, I cleaned it yesterday. Ooh, has anyone else noticed how bad the coffee is yet? I haven't had a chance to have it. I'm, oh. dr- I'm drinking some different coffee. Well, I won't be mad at you if you complain about this one because, uh, oof, that's a, that's, a, that's a mess. That's I, some yucky poo. The creamer, you're using that dry, that dry creamer, right? Yeah. It's not very good. I don't like that, that dry cleaner. It's time for it's time, dry creamer. Yeah, whatever. You know, powdered creamer or whatever. It's You know, I, I'm going to bring in creamer <laughs> and I'm going to bring in. Uh, paper towels. Oh. Two things that we're missing badly. In Two that things game. we need desperately. Yes. Yeah. Uh, just know this. We're not the only people that work in these rooms. Yeah. Paper towels will last. How many are you going to bring? I'm going hi- to walk out after the show. Grab Can't hide anything here. They smell it out. <laughs> so uh, how many are you going to bring? How many rolls? I'll bring a, a pack. Okay. That'll make it to four tomorrow afternoon. <laughs> yeah, I know. They seem to be prized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You people bring, sniff you, them out and you, they can find them. Don't bring paper plates. Because yeah. they will get used for everything. You'll find somebody in the bathroom that wipe with them just to use them so that you can't. Right. It's amazing, but so it's 100% true. We're getting uh, info, uh, text messages in at uh, Real Mobile. That, oh, yeah. Uh, you can always text. I'm sorry. It, you, you can always text us at 77031. It's powered by Goldsmith Jewelry Shop, a jeweler you can trust. 
And uh, we might text you back, look out, and standard data and message rates. All right, so according apply. to this texter, in about, all right, so 20 minutes, so in the, yeah, right about 625. Yes. It's probably going to be the best time for us here in Florida to see it. To run out and see or, it. Or uh, at least Orlando. Does anyone want to run out and see it in the parking lot? Cool. I do. Okay, well, all right. Send the intern? I'll let you, well, you guys can run out and report. Take some pictures of it, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Carlos, you got your camera? I do. Oh, okay, go ahead and take a picture. <laughs> Sounds good. I was sitting there late. There it is, 625, oh. and now. I love radio. Yeah. Dude, there's something obviously wrong with the coffee. It is so bad. You, you look like you're, hey, just you're, stop drinking it. Yeah, I, I, I know. Go I, out I, on a limb I, here and say stop drinking it. I needed the wake up. I need the wake yeah. up because last night I stayed up late uh, to watch the fourth and loud thing. You know, because uh, the, the Brett Bushy's my friend and I've known him for a long time, so you know he's on a national show. I'm going to watch it. And and Brandy is is pretty close friends with Sam. And oh man, we sat and watched it last night, and it was bad. It it, it was it was just as bad as he said it was going to be yesterday. Uh, he, and you know, being in this business or, or kind of knowing how things work out with uh, certain situations, mm-hmm. like he kind of set her up to go tell the coach what he's like. Won't you go tell the coach what you think? So uh-huh. he literally said, "Why don't you go tell the coach what you think? You, why don't you go tell the coach what you think?" And and Jeez. basically let her go and kind of make a would be uh, the, just so you guys understand would be the equal to uh, Degraw over there making some suggestions about how the show would run. <laughs> and uh, to me, and I would go, I think you should go discuss that with the Russ. Exactly. And set him um, up. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, and, hey, I think it'd be funny if you said that. Just go tell Russ that he's really receptive to hearing how his stuff doesn't work. And yeah. you, you would do that without a camera. But the, the the amazing attraction of the camera is that people are willing to let down their guard. People are willing to do things that they normally wouldn't do in order to be a star in front of that lens. Well, well not sacrifice. only that, with, with Brett, well, sacrifice. One thing, Brett, I'm sure in his mind, he thought, oh, this will be good TV. Oh, my gosh, she's going to go tell. You know, the, the, the coach of the, the, the dance squad is right. going to go tell the coach of the football team that they should practice more. This will be great TV. And it was, right? Oh, it was great TV if you don't know them and don't realize that it actually is causing a, an issue with them behind the scenes in the real life. Yeah. Person, you know, it's like, yeah, it's funny if you're just watching and you don't care about the people. But when you know we both know them, and and it's like, oh god, yeah, oh, uncomfortable. Fred, you, you shouldn't, have, you should have. He should have protected his wife. Of he, course, he, he should have said, "Honey, dude, you ain't going to go talk to the Let's coach now. Here. Let's get out of here." She had a couple drinks in her, uh-huh. you know. She's feisty to begin with. She's a little feisty thing, and it, but not not if she doesn't have drinks. No, no, she not drinks. She's, she's sweet, super nice. She's kind of super nice. Yeah, but uh, can get feisty if she has a couple of drinks in her. And he said, her, "Let her go over." And kind of chew out the coach, yeah. and it did not go over well. You know, the thing about that is now that we know uh, you have a personal contact with that stuff, and I hope you're not being swerved. God, if you get swerved by your buddy. No, 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 no. I, I, I can tell I, you, we, I, we had if a. You think I'm relentless now? No, we had a long conversation. Look, I'm easy to be swerved, yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah. but we had a long conversation. I don't think he's that great right. an actor. So, with that <laughs> said, that means all these TV shows that you see, regardless, I mean, Duck Dynasty, all the way down to Honey Boo Boo, I mean, behind the scenes, when people do stuff to. Uh, you know, uh, sacrifice their own integrity sometimes, there is fallout for that. Every I mean, single it, one. Yeah, there's fallout everywhere across the board. And now the stuff we see that we know, like with the Kardashians, I mean, you, you know that's happening because, you know, outside of the world of reality television, I mean, these guys are filing real paperwork in real courts and it's real public uh, uh, access. But what know? happens is, Jimmy, is and you, you predicted this beforehand, you told them this beforehand, uh, is that decisions start to be made that you normally wouldn't make. Oh, normally, yeah. Brett wouldn't say, well, go tell the coach what you think. No, he would have been totally the other way. Yeah, but because he knows he there is on camera. Hey, you know, we got a TV show we're doing here. Oh, what the hell? Yeah, go tell him what you think. This will be fun. And this, I'll tell you something else. This will be, yeah. be good television. And it turned out, but, now she, to most people, 
she probably out of the two looked the worst because she was really, you know, she really felt like, well, their football team only coached or only practiced three times this week. We practiced five times and we're a dance team. In Arena Football League cheerleaders practice five times a week. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that, yeah. That she, blows she, my mind. That, that, that was her point. I'm the coach of the cheerleaders and I had my girls practice five times a week. You're, you're the coach of the football team. They only practice three. Well, and you're losing, and she's like, and I'm, and I'm so upset seeing my husband upset every day. She was actually defending him. But he needs to be a. He can't get like that. He can't be like. He, he needs to. That's something wrong with him. I mean, yeah. I like Brett, but I think you can't be so crushed every single time. Every you loss. Lose. I, I mean, know. I know. I know. But, but the the point being, like me watching, I'm like, damn, you should have protected your wife. And kept her out of that. Of course, you know it's kind of your job in a way. If you're, you know, and, in a way, and, and it's it's her job it's to protect your job. Yeah, it's her job to protect him at certain times. Sure, it is. You know, um, uh, you, you know, the protect thing- each other. And she, and, and and oh my god, and Jimmy, he sits back and lets this guy Skyler. Get in her face, tell her she's wow. and he just he's just sitting there. That's reprehensible. I mean, it, oh, it's it, bad. Once it starts getting disrespectful, even from the coach, even though the coach would be in the right, like if it wasn't his wife and he saw some some girl come up and say, "Hey, look, you know, you don't know what you're doing. You should be doing this more." Um, I, you know, and the coach starts to kind of turn his entire body toward the conversation instead of, instead of like speaking to her glancingly. Oh, and just, he was... and just basically, and then letting her know, you just walk over to your white play and say, hey, come on, you know, this is just not the time or the place. You know, you don't have to say your opinion doesn't matter or you don't know what you're talking about. Just, hey, look, this isn't the time or place, you know, and then kind of get away and explain later, you know, that really isn't your position to do this. Although I'm sure that, you know, your passion for the team and winning is is uh, appreciated. Really not your job. Just stick to making the dance team great. and We'll kind of handle the other thing and hopefully we'll turn it around. Uh, and I'll tell you something else, too, man. Um you know, when you start sacrificing the integrity of your relationship for the sole purpose of making a television show good, you've got to reevaluate what you're doing. Because what's happening is, the, I bet what Brett's thinking, just knowing him a little bit, is he's like, like my football team is failing. I've got to make something mm-hmm. of this thing work. Right. I've got to make this TV show good. I've got to do something here to win. I've got to do something to make my name successful because I'm completely involved in this. He left on a really bad note. Yeah. He left on the ultimately bad note, can I tell you? His team was terrible, and he left in a really shaky way. Mm. So he has all of Orlando hates his guts. They don't want him around. We're talking to him. His show, now he leaves and goes over the big move, the big band. That's sucking. So he's thinking, well, no, the, the, i got to make sucks. The team sucks. The ratings are doing good. No, no, what I'm saying, that, yeah. that's what a, what's up. Yeah. The team sucks. Yeah. You know, in front terrible. of being embarrassed nationally because he made all these big statements about going over there making this great team, and then it's terrible, and then now, you know, he's at this TV show. He's got to do something to make this thing good. So and maybe, and maybe so, that's his only redemption. So in, in his uh, mind, okay, yeah, go go tell the coach what you think. And I'm sure he's thinking, oh, this will be funny. And it was not. Oh, yeah. it was uh, it was it was bad. And then he he texted me after the show last night, and then uh, Brandy texted Sam, and they they are. Uh, so 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 tell me this, real yeah. quick. Obviously, they're. So if did while you guys were watching it, did your wife make a comment? Something about like if you would have done that to me, type thing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. She, and, well, and, she, and what was that? Actually, with the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career 
where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. She said, well, I, I know you wouldn't have done that, uh, which was to spur on the fight, to get him to fight in front of the... She's like, and, and I said, yeah, that's where, that's where you're supposed to protect your wife, you know? Well, maybe 10 years ago, we're talking a different story. I said that. Yeah, I, 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 without a doubt. Oh, oh, that's why I can identify with what he did. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I, I see where you can lead somebody to go, uh, go ahead and, and perform for the camera, perform right. for the microphone, go do something, make a fool out of yourself. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, but even him, though, yesterday talking to us, you could tell he was shook because he said, you know, he, yeah, they're supposed to be shooting a second season or they're, they're in the beginnings of shooting the second season. And he was already with, talking with us yesterday of trying to figure out a ways that he wasn't the focus of next season. Yeah, right. So yeah. and that's the that's the nature of these type of shows. These producers, they don't care about Nothing. you no. or your family no. or your marriage. Or you so uh, you hear it that kind of scenario over and over again with every type every time with these so called so you know reality shows. There's producers that are egging people on. There's producers that are setting people up. Who knows who got to him and be like, hey, dude. I mean, you know, the team sucks. There's really nothing there. Uh, Vincent or Gene and, and what's his name aren't, aren't really doing a whole lot for the show. We need some extra drama. What do you think? Do you well, think we could set this up? You and, know? Then, and then here's where here's where it walks a really weird and a strange line. And, and so I understand why some people go, oh, reality show. It's not reality because the truth is, is that they would never have been at that party situation if they weren't filming a TV show. Right. They were they, set up. The party they they, they set, set up. up the party because they thought they were going to win this football game. They lose the football game and they tell the entire team, you got to go to the party anyway. We, we, get, we have that. We, we, we we're it's all set. The, it's paid for. We're all set at the film. You got to go to this party anyway. So at the event, they throw these people in these situations, and then they film it. Well, that never would have happened in reality because they wouldn't throw a party when you have a, a team that's lost like 13 games and only won two. You yeah. know, it wouldn't never happen. Uh, but the fight was real. Just the situation wasn't, and that's what kind of what happens with uh, with reality TV. Yeah, it is a bizarre thing. I mean, there's really no real reality show out there and you can even tell you know why because reality is kind of boring it is it <laughs> if, is if you really did reality you'd have me making coffee back there right. which is boring as hell right you know or some other you know what what'd you do last night angel what, what, what if, we, if there was a reality reality show and they filmed you last night what oh, were they last say? night was awesome man what would what, what, you what'd you do i uh, went downtown took a picture of a uh, uh vw bus okay came home uh-huh ate some soup mm-hmm. you had Whoa, soup yeah. oh there you yeah, go. Yeah, add some soup, and uh, I think I watched. Yeah, I watched yesterday's Dan Patrick show at nine uh, yeah. o'clock at night. There yeah. you go. You're on fire, Stellar, kid. isn't it? There's you your reality TV. <laughs> yeah, mommy, poppy, Jimmy. If it was reality TV at your place last night, what would they see? Me getting home around nine forty-five. Yeah. from uh, volleyball, uh, walking straight to my bedroom. Uh, stripping down to my underwear, and every night I do the Running Man for about ten minutes. <laughs> um, Dang, and you got me beat already. My wife comes to bed, and we watch a little TV together, and then I take three and a half Zanny bars and go to sleep. <laughs> watch that down with some Jim Bean. Uh, yeah, you know, so, honestly, it's as boring as that. I mean, I come home from volleyball, so that's uh, why mill, mill great... around with the kids for a few minutes, uh, go to bed, and then uh, do this again. That's uh, yeah. That that is why they have to create those situations yeah. to make something happen. <laughs> I, w- I would say that my, my you asked about my wife. My wife was mad because 
she really knows and likes Brandy a lot, you know, and she was really mad at Brett and the whole situation because she knew it made Brandy look bad. Right. But she was kind of led into it in a way. You know, she had had a couple of drinks and she, and she was told by her husband, you go tell the coach what you think. Um, so she goes over and tells the coach what I think. And then she's called, you know, you, you know. Oh, because you're the owner's wife, you think you can talk to me like that? And they're and they're yelling at her, and Brett just standing there letting them do it. Oh, it was it was bad. See, that's the part that's inexcusable. It was bad. It was bad. It was bad. Look, I I know Brett. I like Brett. Brett was wrong, 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 wrong. wrong. And I told him last night. I'm like, dude, you were wrong. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that was that was really bad. And I said, look, after a couple months, people will forget about this particular episode. And um, I didn't know what else to say to him. That's about that's about as much as you can say. What else can yeah. you say? I wasn't gonna well, I, I wasn't gonna be dishonest with him. Like, oh, it wasn't that it, bad. That was a lie. But the funny thing is, you're saying that people will forget about this episode, but um, she's. I mean, this old lady ain't gonna forget. I know. I Sam, mean, Sam just told me she said I she mean, talked to her last night and she's livid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, her lady. I mean, it doesn't matter what people remember or forget. That people that happens all the time. Brandy texts me. She is livid. Uh, stands by her statements though, but she's mad at. Brent. Yeah, but that's like a betrayal of trust right there. I mean, I, I, look, I'm nowhere near even close to being married, but I'm assuming when you're, there's a, there's a, or trust, there's a, a, a thing that, that this is the entity. We are married. We are the unit. And I am never going to put you in a position. Hey, right. I got to look, look where, out for your back. Where, where, you know, where, where what we've built up is going to be put in question because I'm going to try to get a TV rating. Angel, you hit it right on the head. Whenever I talk about this uh, reality show and why couples break up, why marriages break up, the reason is exactly what Angel said. The only thing you really have with marriage is this intimate, secretive, relationship that only you and that other person share and you can use it in any type of situation and you have sex and uh, that's a big deal (laughs) right right but that's all part of it right right and when that is shown to the world then you really have nothing and and that's why these relationships get broken up that's why and and families have a similar thing right where like they have their crew and we have these inside jokes and we talk but once that's shown to the world or once they you you use that to your advantage uh, then that's why they break up. But you know what? I think I think that he very well could have still yesterday during the show when she starts giving her opinion to him about well I'm the coach of the dance squad and we coach five times and there he's the coach of the uh, the football team they only coach three I don't think it's right. If he would have said, honey, this is not the time to talk about this. Let's go now. Then it would have been like, oh, no, what Russ. a good husband. What a good guy. And it would have been fine. Instead, he led her to the he led her to the slaughter. He led her to the slaughter. But because it's a show, that coach is going to, even if it was a brief conversation that they would have had amongst themselves. like Coach would have heard it. Coach would have heard it. Because it's being filmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you, point, yeah. You, you can't win with those. Yeah, good point. All right. 407-916-1041 or toll free. It's one 978 one oh four one. All right, the uh, the blood moon is out right now. So uh, get a chance to look at it if you want to. If you want to run down and take a photo of it, you, you got time, I think. Okay. All right. Uh, you, uh, you're listening to the Monster of the Morning. Oh, I got to send you mine, Angel. Yeah. It's a guilty pleasure day, right? Yes, it is. I give us the parameters, Angel. This is your bit, so. All right, so this is a rule, and it just and this is how it works with uh, us four guys here in the studio. These are songs that, if you were driving around town and you had the windows rolled down, you would definitely be somewhat embarrassed of uh, someone you knew, or you know, or, or doesn't even it doesn't matter. Someone rolls up alongside you, yeah. and you are fully committed, clapping hands, singing the song. Oh yeah, I gotta. 
Now, I don't get embarrassed often, so, so I don't know that. But, yeah, that you should be embarrassed. Well, perfect example. Look, I like this song. I know it's like super cheese song. Cobra Starfish. Uh, Starship, right? Yeah, oh, Star- uh, Cobra Starfish. Cobra Starfish. A movie uh, I was in when I was 18. I had to have the money. I had to. It was cold. It was raining. All right, but so what's yeah, funny is. I'm mine now, just so you know. And unfortunately, I wasn't the Cobra. <laughs> I happened to be the Starfish in that picture. It My little one knows this song a little bit. And so now I get a kick out of it. It's her and I rolling around and singing the song. And she's like, Daddy, turn it up. And so I'm like, we're clapping and singing and. You probably will see me at a stoplight doing that. So we're trying to find basically the gayest songs we can find to send to you that we actually <laughs> like. Uh, right? Is that what we're doing? Gay? Come on. Man. Come on. Songs Come can't on, be gay. Dude. All on. songs can Jeez. be gay. Come like, on. Jesus. That doesn't mean it's bad just because it's gay. Come on. There are things that are that are, that are, that are well, gay. Well, I used to and... call them ends. Why can't I call them ends anymore? They know they're gay. Gay's fine. I mean, they, and they know a gay song when they hear one. It's, it's... What, what, what? I like a lot of gay how, songs. How about Unmanly? Unmanly's fine. We can do that, too, for me. Politi- politi- politically correct around here. That's fine. Uh, I, I just got here. I want to keep this gig. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 407-916-104. Uh, if I show you this, uh, this this dude right here, do you know who this is? Um, Anybody know? Hmm. The guy on the right? Yeah, uh, the, is Jared Leto? The, the guy with the hair. They got the, the long hair. Oh, dude. is that the guy from uh, the, the movie awards? It, ah! looks, it looks like Lane Staley. Is Joaquin it, Phoenix. Isn't it funny how uh, a tuxedo, just a tuxedo and combing your hair yeah, can you make is. you look a lot better. Very good, Lois. If you remember you. a couple months ago, sad. the MTV Music Awards, when uh, Miley Cyrus decided to have a homeless person go up and accept her award, I remember we said, well, he doesn't look very homeless. The guy, he's a good-looking kid. He looks great. Uh, An Armani suit will do that for you. An Armani suit will make you, and you comb your hair a little bit, and anybody can be a superstar, I guess. And the reason I recognize it, when when Angel said Jared Leto, I remember saying a joke. He looks like Jared Leto's cousin, and he doesn't look like Jared Leto's cousin in the courtroom. (laughs) Well, uh, he's in the courtroom. He looks like heroin Lean Staley. And he went to jail. Did he? For what? He went to jail. So two weeks ago, he was at, uh, a couple weeks ago, he was on the MTV Music Awards, superstar on the stage with uh, Miley Cyrus, accepting yep. an award. Everybody's crying. Yep. Oh, homeless <sighs> person. Uh, well, he's going to jail for uh, breaking into an apartment. Uh, recently? Uh, or this is before that, right? Because he had some pending stuff when yeah, that all happened. He was, he was arrested in 2010 for right. breaking into an apartment, and then he's uh, violated his probation. Yes. You know, that's amazing because uh, Miley isn't in jail. I'm guessing she's probably sitting somewhere in the absolute lap of luxury, enjoying her life. Oh, she, yeah. Smoke, she, smoking but, something she probably but, is illegally supposed to but be. But she used that guy for one night for the adoration of millions and then dumped that guy away like he was a paper towel. Yeah. Is she helping him now? I wonder. I hope she is. Um, well, there's nothing she could really do, right? I mean, yeah, what's she going to do? Legal fees. Get a good lawyer. Well, I mean, legal fees. Yeah. She could certainly pay for that. There's no question. But, I mean. Oh, he's going to jail. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no way around it. That's why when I see cheesy stuff like that on television with yeah. celebrities, and I, I pay no attention to it because I know what they're doing. So, do you think you can he, take any she didn't care any bummy looking person and, and clean them up, put them in a nice suit, yes. and clean there, and, and they look Dude, good? Half of the movies that come out of Hollywood are based on that premise. You know what? You know what the deal is? The <laughs> yeah, deal breaker it's crazy is crazy right? to see the difference. Yeah, the deal breaker is one thing and one thing only: hair, teeth, teeth. That's the deal breaker. Yes, you could, put, you could you could do a makeover on anybody as long as they, they have, have teeth. teeth. Yeah. Even semi-bad teeth, because let's face it, Will Ferrell doesn't have the prettiest grill of all time. No, I know. But, but you could put 
you could take anybody off the street and do them just right as long as they have a good smile. How yeah. methodical do you think that process was to select this homeless person? Do you think like she had her? Co- I, I just wanted to kind of be hot. Like if you clean them up, I just wanted to be hot. Do you I think so? It's Miley, so she has a little bit deeper voice. So yeah, it, it's just <laughs> let's just pick out a hot one, and I will be cool, and he'll come up and say. And then there's like a team. We're like, all right, Miley. Now what is hot to you? Is, uh, would you like an African American? Let's go now, searching for a homeless person. Uh, I mean, they, they drove around looking for a homeless yes. person and found that guy. Him. That's the guy. Yeah, and they showed him pictures, and they're like, no, he's old and fat. Ew, what is he, Puerto Rican? Oh, oh he is hot. He brings something up, Jimmy. He's right. I know you said teeth would be uh, you know, a deal breaker, but also if you're too overweight, yes. it's hard to clean you up. It's hard, it's hard to put a tux on here that's that big. Yeah, but most people, most homeless people are not overweight. Yeah, yeah, that is a weird. And they're not Asian either. Find me a, a fat Asian homeless person. I'll give you a million dollars. Just an Asian homeless person. Yeah, it's the most, other than being in, you know, different parts of Asia. But, you know, I just did a, a casting where they were looking for real people yeah. uh, for this big commercial, or whatever. Real ugly people? No, they were looking, no, no, no. They were just looking for real people. And, you know, we interviewed a whole bunch of different people in the agency. And this the same type of agency that would have done this work. That's funny. You're going to an audition to look like a real person. Person. Well, no, no. This was uh, a man on the <laughs> Do street. Do I qualify? Yeah. For well, a... That happens all the time. We're looking for real people, but this was like a surprise thing for people. Oh, like, and we we went to certain locations, and man, you should hear the agency that. Oh, he's way too fat. Oh no, he's way too. He looks like trash. I mean, and then and then they had to find somebody that they think the average Joe would be like. Well, I could kind of be like that. Yeah, you know, it is a weird thing, and I'm sure that's what my side did as well. My side. She's still popular. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Yep. She, she's the Britney of this generation. That's what I hear. Uh, 407-916-1041 or toll free. It's one 1041 Do you have a good suit, Dirty Jim? Because this, this kid, you put that kid in a good suit, he looks like a superstar. Uh, do you have a good suit? I have one good one, yeah. You do? Yeah, one I think looks pretty good on me. I'm probably uh, a little, I've probably fatted myself out of it right now. <laughs> yeah. I would probably have to work. That's like know. one of the rules as a dude, though. You're supposed to have one good suit. Yeah. I you have... know what? I don't have an actual entire suit. I've got yeah. I've got a jacket and I've got pants, but I've got it's a not an actual those. suit. Like, I've got some uh, peaceables but that I can yeah. put together, but I have one, or actually I have two legit suits. One's really nice. That's the good other for one, you. The at, other one has. At the uh, age I'm getting to, I, I, I feel like I should start wearing suits to work. You know, you, you like a wear, professional man to wear I, here. Yeah, I think you're ready for. <laughs> for okay, and, and then I think no, but really, all I do is sit in here and talk to you guys. So why, why would I wear a fancy suit? You to work? should, man. For it's what good, reason? It's good to dress up a uh, little bit, man. You know, you're. How old are you going to be turning? Oh, I don't want to say. You know, it's five over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I've, I've got a list of things that well, I'll do that when we come back. Of, of things that are turning fifty. Uh, you know, here at the end end of the year, mm-hmm. it's crazy to see the things that are turning fifty. Yeah, you have my wife's birthday. I forgot. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But uh, but yeah. So okay, you have one suit. Yeah. But you don't know if it fits anymore. No, I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Angel you got it, a suit. It, yeah, it, it does absolutely. Not. Yeah. It I does actually not have I have two. Yeah, so. I have two, I have two. One that's kind of a businessy suit, and one that's kind of like a stepping out suit. Yeah, I have a dark suit and a, like a lighter tan suit. <laughs> I'm sure you do because of acting and stuff. You have to, right? Yeah, you you have to have a suit. But I, I I'm not crazy about my. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Suit, um, and it was when I was a little bit bigger when I had the suit. Oh, and, really? Uh, I, I want to get a couple nice ass. I have tons of ties and different types Dude, of shirts. Do I go to Joseph A. Banks or do I hit uh, no, Men's Warehouse? Dude, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you where the spot is for, for really nice suits. I'll give this up. And I never would usually tell anybody. But, I mean, Big when, when I say nice. <laughs> Dress barn in the back. I mean, you can find like. Dress barn for men. You can find Armani suits. Uh, uh, Michael Kors, really nice. Nordstrom Rack. Yeah, uh, really. Dude, you can get in there and buy a $1,500 suit for like 400 bucks. Well, here's one. I'll give you one up, too. Uh, the Saks Outlet. Uh, the Saks uh, yeah. store over there by, in, right in front of uh, Ikea. Or they measure you in the whole thing? Yeah. What you do is you find like you find the suit that you like, and you find the suit kind of close to your size. Then you pay to have it tailored to fit you. Yeah, that's you. the thing. You that's know who the we, trick. You know when you talk about, you know, Mr. Fancy Pants is coming in here today, uh, uh, oh, Stephen yeah, Kramer. Kramer. Oh, I thought you were going to say Dr. Butch. Dr. Bu- oh, Dr. Butch, he, I don't think he wears suits. Oh, I bet you he has some tight oh. He has to. Tight he wears scrubs when we it see him. It doesn't matter. When but, he goes to conventions, he has to look good. And I was thinking of you. you forget Armani, Versace, all this stuff. Oh, you need no. to go to Steve Harvey. You need to go get his suits. Oh, oh, see, so you're trying to you're, clown no, me up. No, no. You're no, trying no, to clown me. Dude, you have the body type of, like, a brother. You know what I'm saying? Like, you do. And guess what? Without the dong thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, mine is the best part, right? But you do. And guess what? Steve Harvey dresses super tight. He does. Yeah, he does I do like the way black people dress, I'll be honest with you. And but got, I, I don't know that I can pull it off. He's got Pryor's uh, skin complexion, too. It's always weird to look at him and say, man, that guy looks a lot like Richard Pryor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah does he get his? Uh, are his suits tailor made? Oh, uh, right. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? He, that yeah. whole crew. He damn sure ain't at Macy's. He has a suit line. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, he, he's got, yeah. Yeah. He's got hmm. his own line of suits, and then yeah, he had it. There was a guy out of Chicago that was custom making that whole crew of guys. Him, Bernie Mac, yep. uh, what, uh, Cedric, the, the Cedric, all of those guys. But then do you look like a white guy trying to look like a black guy wearing uh, uh, a black man's Russ, suit? It doesn't have to be plum. I mean, you, there are other. There, yeah, dude. Look, come there on. Are, there, there are, are other, other colors. colors. I mean, you can get something in charcoal gray so with a peach nice and maroon. I won't go. Look, yeah. what you need is a maroon. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Okay. Look, a big glass of wine. Let me write that down. All hey, right. Uh, yeah, just go get one made. Kramer knows that guy in Winter Park that makes them, and they're not that bad. You know, a suit is just pants and a jacket. That's yeah. all it is. So, but you yeah. got to match it with the right shirt, and uh, yeah, you know. that's the whole idea. You get a matching pants and jacket, and you get and a the custom, right tie. You get it custom made for you, and then you kind of mix and match back and forth. I mean, most guys only have even like attorneys usually only have like what five to ten of them. Oh yeah, you yeah. know four zero seven nine one six one zero four one or toll free. It's one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. You're listening to the Monster of the Morning. Uh, guilty Pleasure Wednesday. So somebody on the show picked this as a guilty pleasure. I don't know how guilty this is. Was this you, Angel? No, but I do like it. Was this uh, you, Carlos? No, it wasn't. Jimmy? It was me, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, gotta get, I, gotta I like the video because I like to watch him actually try to dance like Mick Jagger, and it's pretty cool. I have to tell you, man, this the first record from these guys, 
Yeah, it's, it's, I know. Go tell one, the story. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's story. just one of the best chill records of all time, and it's really, really good. Russ said that the oh, no, that I don't the care about anymore. Five wouldn't be around. Russ, everybody you knows. know that album though was everybody all knows. about weed, though, right? No, the first album, the song, uh, songs in the thing, of, uh, something J or whatever. Yeah, or, songs about Jane. Jane, yeah, it was yeah. all the, the whole album is about weed. Oh, really? It's a, yeah, and then. They, they had the two super hits off of that. They got together, didn't think they were going to, this entity, or this group of guys, they were like, because uh, it was always about Adam Levine. Has Adam so, Levine become a little too oversaturated, though? No. no. You don't think so? I was just about to say, who has the world by the balls more than Adam Levine right now? Sexiest man alive. The only thing that came Biggest off TV disingenuous. Show. Number one TV show. Yeah. Here's the thing. The only thing that came off disingenuous was earlier this year when, and we talked about it, it was when he did this thing where he apologized that to was all, all, BS. all the ex-girlfriends. That was BS. Oh, okay. He went on another show and talked about it in depth and he was like I heard about it he's like I thought it actually sounded how nice of me but I never did that All you right. know and and it was on a show that the interviewer would have gotten it out of him he did it on Howard right yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. huh well anyway uh, yeah I, he's likable when you watch uh when you watch the voice he's likable along with uh, and, and the way he plays off of Blake Shelton is kind of cool I yeah, mean yeah. they're they're buds and everything but uh oh he's uh before he got this girlfriend though Slaying it. Oh, he's dated a lot of bottles, yeah. You have no earthly idea how much that guy had to wrap it up. (laughs) 407-916-104. Russ, if you had one of those things that girls have, and you live anywhere from, let's say, Portland, Oregon, down to maybe Guadalajara. He was wrecking it. <laughs> he was, Good Lord. He was smacking it <laughs> with that thing you're supposed to smack it with, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Hey, uh, uh, I don't know how to make this transition. Uh, it's going to be a hard yeah. one. But, uh, My bad, B. So, so, so you went with your mother-in-law last night. <laughs> That's a yeah. weird transmission. Oh, yeah, yeah. You went out to uh, Buca de Bebo. Buca de Bebo's. Yeah. We, uh, That's a Tuesday night uh, food and wine thing Cooking class. Yeah. Well, it was a awesome. cooking class. Now, you have admittedly, you said you're not a great cook. Admittedly so, yes. Yeah, you're not a great cook, but you uh, you know that your your mother-in-law is. She's a fantastic cook. She's always watching the Food Network. She always cooks for Megan and I. Uh, she always goes over and above. And she always is watching our daughter, when, as well as Peepaw, uh, when, uh, when Megan and I are doing stuff. And we're always doing stuff. So you and want to do something special for absolutely. her. Absolutely. She deserves it and then some. And uh, so we went out there. It was uh, Buca de Pepos on uh, Winter Park. It's 1792. Exactly. Was this your first uh, experience going there? I had a shoot there uh, some years back. But you haven't sat in ancient. No. And did, did you see the Pope table? I did. Actually, so Joe, uh, great. I mean, if there's a better ambassador. He's, he's kind of a jerk. <laughs> yeah, right. Joe Esposito, yeah. He, uh, Good guy. And uh, he's, uh, he's the best. He's like exactly what you think of when you want to go to a, a home Italian restaurant. I can you know? sum it up for you. Truthfully, this is exactly how it is. So Joe Esposito is the um, general manager of the Buga de Beppo in Winter Park, right across from the uh, that theater that's been there, the Enzion. Right. Right. Okay. So I walk in with my family. We go there for special occasions, whether it be volleyball, graduations, whatever. We do it for birthdays. Joe, and, yeah. Joe meets us outside, hugs my entire family, knows them all by first name. How you been? Like, like he's like he's an uncle we see once or twice right. or three times a year. He's just part of our family. I, honestly, I swear to God, as cheesy as that sounds, he's like just become that guy that we always see at the restaurant, and he all big hugs. We go to our table. Now, does it cheapen it to know he does it with everybody? No, no, okay. it doesn't matter me at all. I don't <laughs> yeah. care. As long as he does it with me, that's all that matters. Right, right, right. Really me awesome too. guy, man. And Super I, great guy, yeah. Roll in, um, wait for my mother-in-law to get there. 
He gives us the full tour of the entire place. This is the brick room, and this is the cardinal room, and this is uh, the kitchen, and we're in the kitchen. And, and it, it fully adds to the experience of, of dining out. Sure, you know? yeah, yeah. And uh, then he goes, oh, and this is Russ's favorite room. And he's like, this is the Pope room. And, and Russ, it is the new Pope. It is the new pope. It's the new pope. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a, and there's a... Oh, the a, young, cool pope. Exactly. Super pope. Awesome pope. Uh, he, uh, for the pope room is essentially this gigantic round table. But it has hasn't always been the new pope. Does he, they, do they change out popes? Well, I'm guessing... I guess so. They I have don't know. To. I don't, do they? I think they... Don't they just have one of those super old ones and cast in plaster? And that's no, this the, is a, the new pope. Is it, it is really? the new pope. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, and, uh, and then and they you have... You saw a, it, it's, it goes around in circles. And exactly. You, yeah. and, I, and I said, let me guess. Russ sits right there. And he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, but you don't want to sit there because that's also the person who gets the bill. And, uh, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, well, that sounds like Russ, too. And uh, so then we go, and it's a it's like a private room. It's a, I think it's like... The Merlot room or something like that where they have all these wine bottles on the wall. The place oh. is decorated to the nines on every single thing. Trivia, you guys ready? Maybe you guys know this because you've been there a lot. Mm. Buca de Pepos. What does that stand What does that mean? Something like welcome to my my uh not uh, welcome to my house or not not house. It's like welcome to my uh uh, uh something in the house. Uh uh kind of like uh basement. Uh, welcome okay. to my basement. You're right there. Yeah. But it's actually from what he said. It was Joe's basement. Joe's basement. Yeah, yeah, Joe's yeah. basement, yeah. and because like that's how old school like Italian you know places were that you would go into the basement. It's supposed to make you feel like home. Yeah. And uh, so I took some pictures too, which I'll give to uh, Blogging Molly. But they have a setup. It was the the courses were um, uh, mushrooms uh, with uh, different you know uh, creams and stuff in them. Uh, there was tiramisu. And they showed you how to make this. They show you how to make it. So you could today, if needed to. <laughs> No. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> okay. Now, here's the thing. There's tables set up. People are watching. People are writing down stuff. Saw monster fans out there and everything. And it's a private thing. The chef is there. He shows you how to make it. Lasagna was the final meal. Mm. Uh, and then he asked for volunteers. Who wants to come up and, and make the stuff? I, I, I chilled in the cut. I was enjoying my drink and enjoying the show. And uh, my mother-in-law did get up there, and she made the lasagna. Did she, she enjoy it? Oh, loved it. And then so, and then not only that, there's a wine. Uh, oh, someone yelling. Yeah. Uh, wine uh, Yeah, Exactly, who talks about each wine, what it goes with. Um, she was great. Um, and so you get a little bit of wine in between. And then once it's done, and it's not like it takes up two hours where you're like, oh, just get this thing done. Yeah, yeah. Perfect amount of time. Then when you're done, the food starts to come out, the stuff that you saw, how to make it. And you can have a great time. My, my mother-in-law spent the hour just sitting there talking and everything and enjoyed the lasagna, enjoyed the uh, how, mushrooms. How was the company around? I mean, the people that were there are also awesome? They're great. It's, if you, it's a social atmosphere. You know, you can stand up. There was like older people there like writing down directions. Hey, how, much do you, how much cream cheese do you put in that? You know, and uh, th there are people there that had been there several weeks. It's only the third time they've done this. Yeah. And so um, I know it's going to sell out the next time. And Because uh, it's you. a total, like, cool learning environment. It's not only a cool learning environment, it's an awesome, you know, obviously I was there with my mother-in-law, and it was good to, hadn't had dinner with her, just her and I, in a long time. Right. And uh, But for a date night, like a proper date night, yeah. I don't think there's probably anything better. Don't go to the movies. Don't even just go to a regular restaurant. This is something that you get don't to the alone. You yeah. interact. You get to talk to interact, each other. Interact. <laughs> and then you're getting wine on top of it. So yeah. it loose it. It's just, um, it's a great experience. The number to uh, book them over there is 407-622-7663. So you definitely recommend it. 100%. Joe and Buca de Pepos, thank you so much for uh, treating me and my mother-in-law yeah. uh, so well. There's only two more left this year. Right. So, I mean, you can book. There's only two more. Two more Tuesday, yeah. you know, first yeah. Tuesday. So, uh, you know, book it now. That way you can get in there and uh, guarantee yourself a spot. 
And uh, that'd be great. All right, when we come back, the doctor is in. Dr. Butch is here today, but we're also going to do some trivia because uh, i got to get a little trivia question, though, so he'll, he'll play along with us. Uh, and then if you've got questions, uh, you know, some sort of a medical question, Dr. Uh, Butch is here, so you can a- a- he'll answer those for you. Uh, and I'm sure we have to talk about Ebola a little bit because uh, it's still going crazy. Yeah. It's head- headline news again today. Uh, you're listening to The Monsters of the Morning. I bet he don't even have a suit. Yeah, he does. He don't even have a damn suit up there. If anybody's got a Steve Harvey suit, (laughs) if there is one black man on the planet, I would be willing to roll some pretty good dice on having a straight-up Steve Harvey. Welcome to the Night of Comedy suit. Yes. It's that guy. 103,000%. No question. As easy as it was to predict that Brett Bushy's marriage was going to fail because of that show, it's easier to predict that guy having a Steve Harvey suit. (laughs) Dr. Bushy, you, you don't have a suit, do you? I, I, I have several suits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you. Yeah. And, and Carlos, I was listening to you all this morning, <laughs> and I, I understand what you're going through because, you know, you get into that age. But, see, the, the reason why I I pay attention to fashion, because we're big guys. Right. Yeah, yeah, see, yeah. My, my mom told me, see, I can't get away with what Dirty Jim gets away with, or Carlos. <laughs> they can wear anything. So You mean looking like a frumpy white guy? <laughs> <laughs> I can't get away with that, man. They, especially what I I do, I have to instill confidence. Right? Yeah, oh, so, that's right. So we yeah. don't have to instill confidence. No, no, no. no we just got to look, you know, regular guy. Yeah, but I have to instill confidence. Uh-huh. Sell the so, part. Sell the part. Exactly. And so when I, I, I've never had a bigger gym. I've never had a better day in my life. Then when I walked into this lady's room, she was visiting, and I had to take care of her, and they thought I did a good job. She said. Oh my God! You look delicious. Oh, oh. delicious is a good now, word. Now I tell you, that's what you want. Well, what, what kind of suit were you wearing that well, day? Well, oh, oh, I can tell you. I had. This I was Porky Pig in it with my scrubs. I had this Glenn plaid suit. Plaid <laughs> suit. Yeah, I, that's nice. No, 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 can, no. You have to understand. You can I understand what I'm? Can I pull yeah, off yeah. a plaid suit? You cannot. Glenn plaid. You cannot. If you wore a plaid suit. Every dog in America would try to have lunch on you. <laughs> yeah, All right, hold on. Let's do this real quick. Hold on yeah, to that thought because I know yeah. we have some business to take yeah, care of. Uh, Angel, who, who is uh, sponsoring the Triple R segment of seven today? Bring it to us, Angel. Who is it? We are not the bank. You can tell them on the air. That's cool. We are not the banks.com. It's uh, Brad Siebert and the guys over there. Did you get a hold of them, Angel? I gave you their number yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm. Uh Having him uh, talk to my dad, so... Uh, nice. Yeah. Which we are not the banks.com. It's not a bank. It's a licensed lender that can help uh, get you into a home. What you want to do is go to their website, wearenotthebanks.com. It's not like working with a, a, a bank. You know, at 5 o'clock, they hang up. They won't talk to you again until the next morning at 9. It's not like that. They'll talk to you anytime, day or night, on the weekend. They'll help you get into that home if you got poor credit. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Don't worry, they can help you out. If you've got great credit, they'll get you a great interest rate. It's WeAreNotTheBanks.com. That's who you need to deal with. Great folks over there, and we appreciate them sponsoring the Triple R segment at 7. Angel, what prizes do we have to give away in the prize pinata today? And, Dr. Butch, I'm going to ask you to play along again like we did last week. Oh, yeah, I Because uh, right. I, I, I got a good trivia question. I think you can uh, participate with it. And then, obviously, after that, we'll take some questions, medical questions. And we got to talk about Ebola because it's yeah. in. Uh, oh, again. Yeah. And it's some other sort of weird virus uh, showed up in Orlando yesterday, yeah, too. So, I don't even know what the hell it is. And I was going to ask you about that. But, the clap. Uh, not the clap. No, something else. Did but he uh, just say the clap? That's what he said. <laughs> All right. I, I just want to check. Right. <laughs> what prizes do we have today, Angel? All right. The prize for now is brought to you by Pressure Points Acupuncture Pain Management and Wellness Clinic. Acupuncture's Quran's goal is to restore balance using acupuncture, an ancient medical system to promote a healthy circulation, realigning your body, and setting in motion its healing process. She's also She also uses electrical stimulation, which encourages blood flow and cupping, which helps to remove toxins. Hit them up at 407-960-4472. They're right here in Winter Park, right off of Lee Road. Yeah. Visit their website, pressurepointsacupuncture.com help you with sports type injuries help you with the type 2 diabetes there's a whole list of things that they can that uh, acupuncture can help you with hit them up talk to Koran set up an appointment have her do a screening for you and uh, get you you know get the ball rolling start feeling better today all right up first we have a pair of tickets to Daytona Blues um, yeah, it's the Daytona Blues Festival, October 10th through the 12th at the Jackie Robinson Ballpark. That's this weekend. Yeah, soak in sensational lineup of 17 national acts with Bobby Rush, Victor Wainwright, and more. For more information, visit DaytonaBluesFestival.com. Okay. We also have a four-day ticket passes to uh, fall cycle scene happening next weekend, uh, October the 16th through the 19th at Daytona International Speedway. For tickets, call 1-800-PIT-SHOP or visit DaytonaInternationalSpeedway.com. We have a pair of tickets to Kennedy Space Center for a day of inspiration and exploration. Kennedy Space Center Visitor, Com- uh, Visitor Complex is the world's largest authentic space attraction. Get up close to Space Shuttle Atlantis. It's suspended from the air. It's awesome. Yeah, you know what we're talking about? We're going to go there, I think, in the next couple weeks because, like I said, uh, Sam's uncle is coming in from uh, Great Britain and they love the space program. Oh, they yeah. love it. So I'm excited about going there uh, next, next uh, two, three weeks from now. Uh, we also have um, uh, we had these guys come in the studio yesterday. They were great. Marlowe's Tavern's on deck. Oh, man. You got a $25 gift card man. to Marlowe's Tavern, a classic American tavern with locations in Winter Park and Point Orlando. Now through uh. October 27th, celebrate their ribs and whiskey menu, sauced up seasonal, seasonal flair, boozy handcrafted cocktails. I was going to say. You heard us talking about it yesterday. So, Jimmy, when I asked him about the cocktails and he was talking about the different uh, the, the different seasonal he. Was he talking about seasonal food, or do they have seasonal specialty cocktails? They do have. They have both, actually. Oh, okay. They, you know the menu. The cool thing about the restaurant that I like, there are a few of the menu items that are stalwarts. They'll always be there. The shrimp and grits is one of their signature items, but they do bring in these really specialty items throughout the year. Like this thing is the Jack Daniels inspired uh, uh, menu. Last uh, in the spring, we had another one. Uh, that was a seafood-inspired type thing where they did a bunch of different stuff with lobster and shrimp. They do that all throughout the year. Live music on that patio, uh, and it's a really cool, non-pretentious restaurant with great food and good drinks. One of the best bars in town. I absolutely adore it. We go there probably once every other week just uh, just because and take friends there all the time. Okay. 
Uh, like I mentioned at the uh, beginning of the segment, we have uh, pressure points, acupuncture, gift certificate. Uh, pressure points, uh, acupuncture. Again, you can use this for any of the techniques that she ha- offers there. Uh, you know, acupuncture, cupping, that kind of stuff. So you have that gift certificate on deck. And we also have a pair of tickets to Petrified Forest happening select nights through November the 1st. Experience the nighttime terror of Central Florida's premier haunted scare That's trail. That's a very cool in trail. Altamont Springs, yeah. For more information, visit PetrifiedForest.com. Yeah. Uh, Kids went. They loved it. It, it, it. Yeah, yeah. My guys went the opening weekend. They absolutely love it. They'll go again, too. They, they go, like, multiple times throughout the year as it gets closer to Halloween. It's a great great ticket. And those are the prizes in the prize we got. Thank you yeah. so much. 407-916-1041 or toll-free. It's one 978 one oh four one. Oh, people! Uh, uh, a couple people just hung up. I'm gonna get some. Uh, hey, uh, Santos, show one of the monsters. How you doing, Santos? Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Hey, buddy, I got a trivia question for you. If you get it right, you can take whatever prize you want from the prize pinata. If you don't get it right, you can uh, ask either Dirty Jim, Angel, Doctor Butch, or uh, Carlos to get it right for you. Okay. All right, sounds good. All right, so uh, so listen up, guys. You know, a lot of the what I start doing is is depending on who's in the room, I will kind of gear the questions, you know, towards them. So sometimes if I ask you know a question about golf or whatever, obviously I'm gearing that towards towards Jimmy. If it's musical, you know, and uh, this one a little more towards Carlos, Ooh. I think. So, uh, uh, but oh, it's about uh, paella. No, uh, <laughs> it's uh, a magazine called The Business Insider, and they mm, did yes. a uh, a study to figure out what is the most uh, famous movie set from each state. The criteria was lifetime gross and critical acclaim. So, in the state of Florida, what was considered the uh, the most famous movie set in the state of Florida? Uh, Santos, you get a shot yeah. if you don't get it right. Now, can, I, can I ask you a quick question? Just sure. So, now, is this known to be shot in Florida, or is this a movie featuring this particular part of Florida? That's a very good question. And since uh, we have Dr. Butch here, and I don't want to draw this out, I will give you the answer to that. It, it's known to be in Florida. Okay. It's a, it's a movie, the biggest movie in the state of is. Florida that's known to be in Florida. No question I know the answer to this. Santos, wow. what do you think? Um... I think part of Lethal Weapon was in Florida, but I'm not sure. Uh, Lethal Weapon was. That is not the answer. Who do you want to help you out? You got Angel, you got Dr. Butch, you got Carlos, who knows about movies, and you got Dirty Jim, who swears he knows the answer to this. Uh, go with Dirty Jim. All right, Dirty Jim, uh, according to hmm. Business Insider, the criteria is uh, you know lifetime gross and critical acclaim. What's the most famous movie set in the state of Florida? Okay, so let's think about this, right? I mean, everybody. There's a lot of states that have beaches, and of course, then you have Hawaii. So they could shoot in L.A. They could shoot a lot of places on the beach. You don't have to worry about it being a beach thing. What every other state doesn't have, though, that we have that definitely has been featured in a gigantic movie is the Kennedy Space Center. Mm. Okay, so if I had to guess, if I put my money, because even shooting Scarface and it was supposed to be in Miami, you could shoot Scarface anywhere and call it Miami. They did that with Dexter a lot. They shot it, made it look like Miami, but it wasn't really shot in Miami a lot. Not at all. Yeah, so matter of fact, I think they did the the B-reel to make it look like Miami was it. Everything else was shot in L.A. Exactly. So with that said, I would have to say because of Armageddon, the answer is the Kennedy Space Center. Kennedy Space Center because of... Armageddon. Is it Armageddon? The Armageddon. So the movie you're guessing is Armageddon. Well, that's that's. Now you're guessing the movie. Yeah, you're guessing the movie. The movie. It is critically acclaimed, m- money wise. Uh, the most famous movie set set in every state, and the, the criteria was lifetime oh, tra- gross. Oh, no, 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 Transformers. It's the Transformers shot at the Kennedy. Because didn't they shoot that at the Kennedy Space Center or some of it? They did shoot some of it. Or there. was it Apollo thirteen? 
Help me out, Santos. I mean, you can sit there quietly, I guess. (laughs) Santos, Santos, I'm going to tell you right now. Within the conversation, Dirty Jim has mentioned the correct name. You just got to figure out which one he said that's the answer. You literally said my guess. Transformers. Transformers is incorrect. I'm Ah. sorry, sir. 407-916-1041. Buddy from Longwood, you're on with the Monsters. Hey, guys. What's going on? Hey, buddy. Most famous movie set in the state of Florida. Criteria being lifetime gross and critical acclaim. Uh, I'm going to go with Apollo 13. Apollo 13 is incorrect. Oh! Who do you want? Who do you want to help you're you? Wrong. You've got Doctor Butch, you've got Angel, and you've got Carlos. And one of those guys is going to have to say the answer. I've already given you. <laughs> there you go. I'm going to go with Doctor Butch. Doctor oh, Butch. He's wow. been texting the entire time. Oh, he has no, no idea where he is. Doctor Butch. Shopping at SteveHarvey.com. Okay. Okay. The most famous movie set set in the state of Florida, uh, including this is you know criteria being lifetime gross, uh, critical acclaim. And Dirty Jim mentioned it in his tirade. He did? Yep. I was listening to that. Okay, all right. I've got elimination, elimination. I'm I don't gonna... think. Uh... Hey, Jim, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, God. It's a, the, and he mentioned it? Seriously? Yeah, but he I, mentioned I, I it. I didn't mention it in the right. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and this was my original guess. And this guy. I'm going to give. I, because I love me some Dr. Butch. Exactly. I'm going to give him a hint. Do you want me to do an impression? This movie came out in 1983. Oh. Oh, Snicker. Oh. Oh. That rolled me because I was thinking, oh, good. That eliminated three different ones that Jim talked about. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm sorry. I don't want to let my man down. He asked for me. Her womb is so polluted. Look, Dr. Butch. A woman so Scarface. Scarface is correct. There you go. Congratulations. You know what Say I got to you know my little friend. You know what they got it mixed up with? They did shoot uh, Scarface in Miami because they had an old mansion yeah. that they were going to demo that they shot that scene in yep. where they shot the entire thing up. I got it mixed up with Bad Boys because Bad Boys oh, that would have been shot a good in Miami. Too. Now, that was but shot the, in Miami, but, but it wasn't as big. But the critical acclaim part yeah, probably exactly. threw, threw it all you off. You right. saw when they first saw Scarface, the rough of Scarface, they hated it. It tested poorly. People walked out of the theater. Yeah. It made them sick to their stomach, and they really thought the movie was going to bomb. And yeah, if I remember yeah. right, it didn't do well no. on its opening, but gained that cult acclaim after the fact. Here's a couple little things on Scarface as well. Do you know who wrote Scarface? I do not. No. Oliver Stone. Yeah. Okay. Oh, snap. Yeah. I did not and, realize that. And he was hanging out with big-time cocaine dealers, and all that stuff that he in that film was taken from actual events. Here's no. the second thing. Uh, the name Tony Montana. Yeah. Montana. Okay. Not a real Cuban name. Right. Uh, now the name Montana is like Montana is a mountain. But Oliver Stone was a huge Joe Montana fan. Oh. oh. And uh, he was like, you know what? I, so he turned it into Tony Montana. Wait a oh, minute. What wow. year was that? Uh, 83? 83. And, oh. you know, that was right in the middle of the cocaine cowboy oh, wars yeah. in Miami, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so that that movie was right on the heel of uh, of uh, our president, uh, Ronnie Reagan. Reagan, yeah. His war on drugs. Because it was crazy in Miami then. And so everybody looked at that as a reflection of the cocaine wars. Absolutely. You, know? you watched that show, that movie, Cooking Cowboys, and this guy, Rusty, I think his name yeah. was, was the biggest runner of all time. They talk about ditching $2 million, Now, this is 83 money. Right. Ditching $2 million planes in the ocean because they didn't want to get busted. Because right. they had $10 million worth of coke on it. Oh, yeah. And it was more important to ditch the plane. They said, at one point, if you were to go from this one flying 
path they took that you could look down and see in the ocean like these planes that they just they ditched just dumped them. Yeah. so yeah. That they wouldn't have to get busted. Dr. Butcher, let's get back to your suit because uh, yeah, we yeah. were talking about that before we went to when you yeah, exactly. had, to, had to do our business well, you know, there. First of all, I'm proud of you because mm-hmm. you know, you're getting to a certain age where you're reflecting. Yes. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah I finally, so, finally got to grow up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's okay. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. But the thing about it is uh, – I think you should do it. You you got to have at least one rust. Now, and you and you have you have a fitted. I mean, you go in and they no, measure. No, no. You. I heard something that Dirty Jim said. You guys says what I do, and they think I have these high price suits. Yeah, I go and get a reasonably priced suit, and then just like Angel said, I get it tailored. Ah, yeah. and see, that's what you're gonna have to do because. I don't, we're not off the rack. No, no, no. Yeah. Big boy. And you cannot be rolling in with a slouchy fitting suit. Uh-uh. And like you said, a good suit that fits will make somebody transform. Now, what about a Steve Harvey suit? No, no. Uh, Dirty now, Jim you know suggests. What? I'm really getting upset about the Steve Harvey <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's saying because my body like... type, I'm built like a black man is what he said. And yeah. I can pull off a Steve Harvey suit. Do you agree or disagree? I, no, I don't wear Steve Harvey suits. I love his shirt, but not his suit. <laughs> uh, now, I'm going to tell you right now, the big thing, it, it was over. Oversized, that oversized era, you know, and like uh, Brandy Mac would have the eight button. Coat. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we can't roll like that. You know, we're more classic. They're trying to make me look like a fool, aren't they? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That, that one right there. <laughs> to me, that's a little. Well, you have to have, let me just say it like this, a particular taste to deal with that. Yeah. So, and the suits that I do, you get a classic suit, you know, and. And um, right now what I'm rocking was that Glenn Platt, and it's not, you know, the picnic table thing that Jerry Jim just yeah. had to shoot me with. Uh-huh. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> but anyway, uh, it's a Glenn Platt. It had uh, just a crisp, light blue shirt. Oh, okay. There you go. This navy tie nice. and these honey brown shoes. Now, I want to tell honey you Honey brown. Honey brown. Not no, just no. brown. Please don't get black or dirty brown shoes. Oh, okay. That's, okay. Actually, that's a key point. The, the shoes set it all off. And, and when a lady tells you, oh, you look nice in your suit, she ain't talking about the suit. Oh. She's talking about what you put with the suit. Mm, yep. She's looking at your Accessorize. tie. Oh. Exactly. Cufflinks, maybe. Accessories. Exactly. Oh, cufflinks yeah. and the shoes. You got to look right. Belt, and, good belt. You know, even if you have to hire somebody, get them to shine your shoes. <laughs> okay. You know, that's the one thing, uh, you know, the – you know, that some people of particular persuasion don't pay attention to. Yeah. yeah. All right? but, but, Except Kramer. I know Kramer. Oh, yeah. oh Steve oh, Kramer does. Yeah. That's too much. Uh, can I ask you a quick question yes, regarding uh, some of your conventions? I've yeah. always noticed that it's a funny kind of dichotomy when it comes to the world of being dressed and when it comes to your upper echelon professions, whether it be doctor, whether it be attorney, scientist, politician, whatever the case may be. Uh, and we've learned this through some of the dot-com guys, right. that you don't have to be the best-dressed guy in the room to be the smartest guy in the room. And I've noticed that in the world of in the world of medicine, when you go to these conventions and there's guys, you know, they're basically kind of uh, telling about the new drug, they're telling about their new piece of equipment, and you guys are all there. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Gathering, you know, sharing ideas, you know, kind of a symposium. And I know that you guys get invited to talk about your uh, gastrointestinal uh, issues and other guys maybe heart and is there always that one guy that's the that's commonly known as the smartest guy in the building that will just show up in jeans and a t-shirt because he can like a Stephen Jobs thing 
Look at guy. If you go to a software convention and everybody in the room, like is, he didn't have to dress up, right. all wearing Armani, and then you get Jobs that walks in, he stinks, and he's wearing the same thing he wore three weeks ago. But everybody knows that guy's the joint. Well, I would say probably on my side of the fence, we don't have that yet because there's di- different protocols, and so most people. They, 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 they are vanilla dressing. I'm just yeah. going to tell you right now. They, I, I'll never forget where someone said that I was a little adventurous because I, I, I had pocket squares. Now, you know, <laughs> a pocket square is something that's been around in, with well-dressed circles Yeah, forever. Kramer's a pocket square guy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But, but they thought that was a risque. It's interesting about docs. They can get very narrow. Oh, yeah. So, for instance, if right now where I am now, I probably could roll up and have jeans but I couldn't go T-shirt. I could probably roll up. Like an with Oxford a, or something a, like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. I could probably roll up with a Robert Graham jean <laughs> right. and then just a jacket. That's probably That's edgy. That's as loose as you yes, can get. that's loose. If I roll up in a T-shirt, oh, uh, my Lord. Uh, yeah, and it, it doesn't matter how smart you are yeah. or how professional and how much yeah. money you've made or the respect you may have in the building. There's yeah. still a level of respect you have to give the event. All right, the doctor, the, the doctor right. is in today, fighting the war, the war on heartburn. Every I know we're talking day. about everything else right now. When we come back, we do have people who are online that have uh, questions for Dr. Butch. Hey. I got a couple questions for Dr. Butch. Right. And I need to remind <laughs> you that the doctor is in, and the comments <laughs> and opinions by Dr. Butch are, are not personal medical advice. You need to get that from your personal doctor. Absolutely. But, uh, and if you want to get hold of Dr. Butch, you go to CelebrationSurgeons.com. Yes, Jimmy? Butch? Yes, sir? You have to have Russ explain to you his self-medical procedure oh, he yeah. attempted two days ago. You mean he tried to treat himself? <laughs> Butch, when you hear the story, you're going to go buy jeans and a t-shirt. <laughs> All right, you're listening. I can't wait. You're listening to Monsters of the Morning. The doctor is in. Dr. Butch is here. Uh, and uh, we want to thank linksforlife.com for allowing Dr. Butch to come in. The doctor is here fighting the war on heartburn. We'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, if you want to get hold of Dr. Butch, it's celebrationsurgeons.com. Uh, Links for Life is that way that you can fight yeah. heartburn with a, with a, a surgical procedure that you yeah, do. absolutely. Uh, and there's information about that on your website. Uh, and, and for linksforlife.com. Linksforlife.com. Yeah, you, you can find out about that. Uh, do you want me to tell uh, – Dirty Jim, should I tell him my uh, – yeah, you should. Yes, yeah, you got to tell. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, I, I me, want uh, the audience to know that I did not want to hear it during the break. I want you all to hear my uh, visceral response. Let me uh, turn the lights down and get in the mood. Here's my here, okay, come on now. okay. Here's my thought process. No, 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 no let's, let's just tell them the story. I'll, I'll tell you the story. Okay, so I, for for some time, I, for this year or for whatever reason, I've had a bone spur on my heel. Okay. Now, now, do you know how painful those are? Oh, they're very painful. Yeah. Um, so, very painful. And I've gone to a foot doctor uh, mm-hmm. a couple times, and they did the, the shot. What's it called? Cortisone? Yes. Okay. So, he did one shot of cortisone, and as soon as I left, it felt great. I'm like, this is awesome. Yippee! About three weeks later, <laughs> it's hurting again. I'm yeah. back in business. Uh, I go back to the doctor. I'm like, doctor, my foot's still hurting. And he's like, okay, I can give you one more shot of cortisone. But that's all you can do, which I guess you yeah. can only do two or so. Well, you have to be careful because it could call cause bone necrosis so you can only do so much you know all right so i did it some time ago and and it starts hurting again so i start thinking to myself okay what if i just 
stomp on my foot and break uh, okay. that bone spur. Uh, uh, okay. If I break it, then it'll stop hurting. And every time I throw my foot on the ground, it hurts. But I figure at one point, if I just break that off, uh, it'll stop hurting. Uh, uh-huh. Good idea? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sitting here listening to the, um, how can I say it, Carlos, the theory behind the uh-huh. yeah. logic. <laughs> and you literally can't believe he's an adult, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I always <laughs> I mean, knew you he was a terminal 12-year-old right. like me, but uh-huh. uh, I'm, this takes it all the way down. Now, I know where you got it from, though. Oh. See, I know what the source, Jim. What's the source? I know where the source came from. Oh, please, of the bone spur? Okay. Whiskey? No, no. Well, whiskey and drugs could do it. But anyway, <laughs> this is where you got it. You had heard somewhere subliminally growing up that somebody in your family had a cyst on their wrist or something like that. They took a Bible, hid it, and it disappeared. <laughs> it's called, it's and, gone. Jesus saved. Jesus. Jesus. Saved <laughs> and, um, and and that doesn't work. Well, no, I just saw I saw the X-ray, and it's just this little bone uh, that, that grows out of your heel. It was a little bump, right? Heel, so a little bump, right? And, and if you get rid of that little uh, spiky bump. thing, I'm thinking that the, the pain would go away. Yes, but you know, bone. If I hit you in the head with your femur, I knock you into the next week. So, <laughs> yeah. right? so if I hit you in the head with a bone, I probably give you a close concussion. So this is the thing. I understand what you were thinking, mm-hmm. but do you? But yes, I do. I understand why he thought that. Yeah, it's it logical, makes common sense. Yeah, common sense. But, uh, get rid of it; it goes away. But yeah, that's you, the best thing you can do. I really got to get you in medical school for the next sixteen years. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Speaking about medical or, school, or just remedial yeah, school. Exactly. Uh, I mean, I, I, I was going to talk to you about Ebola today because it's still <laughs> oh, yeah. in the news. It's I mean, hot. a major, but but there's a local, more local story here, and I don't even know how to pronounce. How to pronounce that? It's uh, uh, Intervirus uh, 68. Yeah, and that's something new here in Central Florida. Is that just right. another really resilient flu strain? Yeah. Well, it's not flu, but because it's a virus, you could say it's flu-ish. It. Um, th- this is an interesting group of viruses because. Um, they, they previously had four different categories, and, and my daughter actually had one of the categories. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's called Coxsackie virus. And uh, what it did was it attacked the uh, lining of the mouth, and the poor little baby couldn't swallow his tailor. And I'll never forget how bad this was. And th- there was a kind of a rampant uh, amount of that then, and then it kind of receded. But Coxsackie is the best-known previously identified one this particular strain though it's a new it's a new buddy yeah and uh-uh. and uh, you know as you see they 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 actually number these different viruses um there's about five thousand different viruses so there's so many of them you have to number them so that this is 68 and it wow. it, it attacks the 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 respiratory system and we had our first case in the pediatric uh, uh group here and here. Yeah, now, my daughter's people, on antibiotics right now for something that's causing a pretty nice little wet cough. You know, they call it just bronchitis, uh, but there are a number of people at the school that have it, and uh, it seems to be kind of making its rounds. And then while yeah. we were waiting to get treatment for that, we noticed that the <clears throat> the flu shot yeah. commonly mm-hmm. is a big seller. Uh, a lot of people, especially the elderly, yes. showing up for their flu shot. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, first available, they're getting it. And, and that's very important. And, Jim, we've worked really hard to make uh, people aware of the flu uh, vaccine because uh, I don't know if you all realize that during the last c- century, uh, a large population of the planet was killed off by the flu. Oh, yeah. Right. And so, and so therefore, now we, we're finally getting to a tipping point where people are taking the flu shot. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Because uh, it's time for me to take mine again. That is a big decision, uh, Angel and Jim and Carlos, because you could incapacitate yourself with the flu shot. Well, and yeah. then as a physician, you say, wow, 
I'm putting my life on yeah. the line for well, my livelihood on the line for the flu shot. So you know, I'm getting ready to get mine. But I'm gonna tell you right now, I think about it every time. Now, what, what do you say to parents uh, that are concerned about sending their kids to school with things like Ebola? It's in the news everywhere, so it's scaring people. The, a virus like this out there, you know, uh, what, what kind of precautions can you take, and how concerned should everyone really be about Ebola and viruses such as uh, what we're seeing in the news today? Well, what my friend Harry, who's an infectious disease expert in celebration, will tell you is that you got to wash your hands. I'm going to tell you right now that if you had to just go with one thing, you wash your hands several times a day, keep it clean. You tell your kids the same thing. Your kids the same thing. And then also, you know, um, stay at home if you're sick. Give yourself a little yeah. time if you're sick. And if you're around, the other little precaution, and, and Jim, I think you would probably would agree with this, if you know that that somebody is sick, you really got to give them their distance and understand that business is not the same, all right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if we do those things, we we probably can do all right with mm. that. You know, and pe- you know, kids are the worst, because especially oh, yeah. teenagers are so active, <laughs> and they think just because they have medicine in them, oh, that's all fine. They yeah. can just kind of carry on, and when the medicine works, it works. Right. And I have to literally tie my kids down, like, you've got to rest. you got to sleep. I yeah. said, just yeah. find a way to go to sleep. Your body, right. uh, body heals itself while you're sleeping. It's that's the best time. Get the, and they just, it's so difficult. And I said, every Every day that you don't get rest is a day longer. You have to deal with it. And I tell you, parents out there, I know it's hard because we came up. Shoot, my my arm could be falling off. My dad would kick me out the door to go to school. Yeah. But if you're sick now, I'm I've eased off. If they're really sick and they have these kind of things, I'll I'll hold them back, and they stay. Uh, I'll try to get them to stay at home because right. you're just hurting everybody else. And let me tell you, this is some real stuff in 2014 with these infectious disease and the spread of it. We we have to be a little bit more responsible now when it comes down to avoiding these things. And, Dr. Butch, I know you're here uh, fighting the war on heartburn. Yeah, Thanks to Links for Life. They, they send you here uh, every week. Uh, people, Someone asked me last week if uh, hernia and heartburn are connected. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you. Uh, last week was a great question about the hernia and heartburn. And I want to, and really, thanks, Russ, for letting me go on my rampage against heart uh, hernias. Right now, I'm Because Jeff Howe, one of the cast members who's yeah, in on the he's out, right? He's out because he had to have hernia surgery. We haven't seen him for, what, two weeks, Jimmy, I think? Uh, Jeff Howe, he had to have that surgery? Yeah, yeah, hernia. Yeah. Well, last night, I, is, I've been a run in the last 10 days of people who have been holding on these these hernias like they go. They, you know, they have the bumps in the growing. But right. a hernia is like a silly little thing, right? It, well, it, won't, no, it, well, it can't look, kill you, can it? Yeah, well, to me, you, you can die. Really? The only good hernia is a fixed hernia. Oof. And I've had four people in the last week, I think about four, coming in, nursing those hernias as if they're growing a plant in the backyard, <laughs> don't want to you know separate oh. from them. And then all of a sudden, one day, you can't go back in. Because, you know, the hernia and the groins, they go out, they come in, Ugh. you have a bump, then you don't. And then all of a sudden, that you get the sound bump, good. it yeah. is good. And then all of a sudden, the bump won't go back in, the intestines die, and you have to well, you have emergency surgery. And another thing, too, from what I understand, if you don't pay attention to it, um, there's a possibility that the hernia could get pinched by your, uh, like, the abdominal hernias. Yeah, uh, exactly. Because your, your abdominal muscles are really strong, and if there's a tear in there and some of your, you know, it starts to come out, that what you'll do is you'll overstrain yourself, you'll flex that muscle, that muscle will pinch your intestine and actually calls a small tear in there and calls, is it sepsis? Yeah, exactly. Or- sepsis that goes in the bloodstream stream with bacteria, and then all of a sudden your lungs shut down, your heart shut down, your kidneys shut down, and you die. All right, Dr. Bush. <laughs> 
Dr. Butch is here. Well, I'm going to ask you if you can stick around yeah. for another segment. Yeah, I, I uh, would, because I want to answer the question about the hernia and heartburn. I want to answer Okay, that we'll do that. Uh, fighting the war and heartburn. We want to thank linksforlife.com for sending Dr. Butch in today. Uh, and right. you can get hold of him at all times at celebrationsurgeons.com. And uh, we've got people on the line that want to ask you a question, so we yeah. can do that, yeah. do the heartburn thing when we come back. You're no listening problem. to the Monsters in the Morning. The doctor is in today, Dr. Butch. People love it when Dr. Butch comes in. Uh, fighting the war on heartburn. If you want to get hold of him, you can, celebrationsurgeons.com. By the way, Dr. Butch, uh, his comments and opinions are not personal medical advice. Uh, you need to contact your personal you know, doctor or whatever for any medical situation you're having. But he can give you general uh, things like, hey, don't stomp on your foot if you have a bone, bone spur. spur. Please don't. Uh, generally, you can say, even though that's not personal medical advice, you can say on a pretty, you know, uh, knowledgeable that uh, that's not a good idea, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, some, it's something called common sense. Oh, okay. But, but you had a laugh the hell is for that? a moment. Who's that? What's it, that, Carlos? It seemed like a damn good idea. Yeah, at the time. Uh-huh. Uh, until, every time I hit it on the floor, it hurts, though. Um, that's when it should have seemed a really bad idea. Uh-huh. That should have been the telltale sign but, uh, that but, what I'm doing is bad. But a zit hurts when you're popping it, and uh, then, then, and then it feels better. Again, so you're going to compare. Jim, yeah, nah, I'm not going to Jim, yeah, did you hear? Did I'm you hear, Jim? All right. I don't listen to the show. Let's go to, do you want to take a question first, or do you want to wrap up some stuff about hernias? I want to wrap up this one thing before we go to our questions, because I think we got a lot of listeners that are concerned about the heartburn thing. If you have a certain hernia called a hiatal hernia, H-I-A-T-A-L, and you have heartburn, I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be difficult for medicines to get the job done. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people have hiatal hernias, a lot of us walking around, but we don't have heartburn. But if it's associated with heartburn, it makes that valve weaker, Mm -hmm. and it's hard for medicines to overcome that weakness if you have the hiatal hernia. That's so when you need that device. The, the yeah, exactly. With the small ones, we can actually do our links for links for life device uh, with the magnetic beads, uh, and then there are other procedures we can do if it's bigger. Right. So you need to really pay attention to that. And when you say my, uh, magnetic beads, some people think it's like that magnetic bracelet or some kind of hoodoo. It, it, a magnetic bead just means it closes the valve for you. Uh, yeah. that, that way, people don't get confused because right. they think it's some kind of. Right. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It actually supports the valve. The problem with people who have this problem with heartburn that can get aggressive and lead to uh, cancer is that they need help. Their valve isn't strong enough by itself. Right. So you put this device uh, around it. It does look like a bracelet. Yeah. But it allows the food to go through. Yeah. But as soon as the food goes through, closes it, back up. it closes it back up. Yeah, just like simple. a normal valve. 407-916-1041. Deborah from Maitland. You're on with the Monsters, and uh, the doctor is in. What question do you have for Dr. Butch? Hi, Deborah. Yeah. Good morning, Dr. Butch. The question I have is I turned 50 last week. Oh, and congratulations. I know, 
Thank you. And I want to know, what do I need to talk to my doctor about? I'm very proactive about my right. health. Good uh, question. That's a good question. I'm going to put you on hold. You get a prize from the uh, prize pinata. Don't go anywhere, Deb. And, we got a prize, and, right? And, and Dr. Butch will tell you what, what you should ask your doctor uh, when you're 50. Right. I tell you, 50 is a critical point because, uh, you know what, you, you're not old. And uh, you, you're going to want to be here for another 30 years or so. So now there's some uh, checks that you have to do. Mm-hmm. The first thing you have to do, and this is Breast Awareness Month. And by the way, guys out there, we're going to be talking about breast-related things next week. Men uh, and women can and have men, breast oh, cancer. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. Absolutely. There's a whole bunch of men with this, too. But uh, we really got to look at breast, breast health. And if you have not been doing your mammograms, you have not been doing your check, Adep, I want you to right now say, I'm going to change that. Mm-hmm. And so we got to protect ourselves by early recognition for breast cancer. Next, colon cancer. Mm. And I know everybody, I'll never forget, forget this um, movie on Vince Lombardi. You know, he died on, of colon cancer. Did he really? And, and when he asked, they said, We got to watch how we say that. Oh, yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Oh, uh, yeah. How's the best way to say that? Um, yeah, how do um, we say it, that? But anyway, you understand colonoscopies, the yeah, medical term. Yeah, to, you need to be yeah. examined with a, a colonoscope. There you go. Yeah, uh, medical to, term. Uh, to, yeah. be, to be uh, evaluated. I'm yeah. looking here in Gray's Anatomy, and it says. Uh, <laughs> Put it up there. Well, I'm sorry. I spun off with... No, don't worry about it. No, it's okay. We're in context. We're fine. Yeah, so So the colonoscopy is the other thing, Deborah. you have to get done. And especially if you have family histories in either of those two things. Uh, Breast cancer runs in families. So women have to get that uh, colonoscopy as well? Oh, yeah. Men and and women. I thought it was just men. No, women, women are actually... Better than men getting their medical maintenance stuff done. Yeah, man, so, we just yeah, we you know we kind of slack. But at, at fifty, and she is a woman, you need to look at that. Now, the other thing is you have to go your your uh, uh, your GYN physician and see where you are in your your, your cycle with your hormonal uh, health. I call it hormonal health. Yeah, uh, that's very important. And then the other thing that we all fight, and, and I thank you all for. You know, seeing me out and asking how my wars against Kentucky Fried Chicken is coming, but you all have we we got to look at our weight, yeah, uh, and so and our health well being. So I would say if I had to pick three things, those are the three go to things that she has to worry nice. about, and okay. you'll get them done. Very nice, Doctor Butch. Thank you so much. Yes, uh, Angel, you got a question? And people can text us That's questions. We get a bunch of stuff, Doctor Butch, and of course you'll be here next week. So yeah. if you don't get your question in. Uh, today you can go. You can directly just email him celebrationsurgeons.com, and I know we got a bunch of texts. What, you want to read one of those? Uh, yeah, this is one. Uh, this is uh, from Hector, and uh, he's on uh, Prilosec, uh-huh. and his concern is, is that he's I guess heard or read some things that are saying that there's a link uh, with uh, I guess using too much Prilosec with heart attacks. Now, without the the heart attack, uh, uh, is that Hector? Is that uh, that's right? his name? Yeah, Hector. Um, out there, uh, to be honest with you, we have not made a connection between heart attack, but let me tell you the things that have been connected, and you need to look out for them. Mm-hmm. Number one, if you're having chronic diarrhea, is it all right to say that word? Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, diarrhea, um, you need to really look at whether or not the prolisex is changing. If you've had pneumonia, two or three times in the last year to two years, mm-hmm. and no one knows where it's coming from, you have to realize that a community-acquired pneumonia has been associated with taking these medicines. If you've had compression fractures in your back and you don't know where that came from, or anemia and you don't know where that came from, 
you got to look at these medicines. And the other thing is, if if mm. you're worried about being on the medicine so long, the big thing that we've been talking about is that you don't know what you don't know and what you don't know can hurt you. Get evaluated. Mm-hmm. Remember the Dr. Butch VRQs we talked about, you know, uh, you know, don't get a dope, be a dope, get scoped, uh, you know, and uh, uh, don't self-medicate. Make a checkup date. And we have these VRQs. We're going to be talking about Russ for the next uh Four weeks leading up to Heartburn Awareness Month, and when's that? And that's in November. Oh no! So November. after we finish breast cancer, you're going to start our campaign. It's funny. Before before I met you, I yeah. always thought heartburn was a silly little thing. Oh, you, yeah, you, no. you get it? You just take a tums and just relax. Stop Ain't being a baby. Mexican food, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just stop being a baby. Didn't it's really. played that way. If you look at the marketing, it's kind of like, oh, it's silly. Oh, oh I mean, our buddy heartburn. Has it. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's not uh, anything to be uh, playing around with. Well, Doctor Butch, once again, you can get hold of him. Celebrationsurgeons.com. Right. I want to thank linksforlife.com for allowing you to come in and talk. Talk to us. Uh, I, I know we had you here extra long today. Sorry oh, about no, that. But we, we, we love being here. We won, won the gang. And uh, I just want you to know that uh, when I told that little story with the Kaksaki thing, my wife wanted everybody to know that she doesn't have it now. But it was like when she was a baby back at four. And then <laughs> so your wife, was, your wife yeah, said, let's clear oh, that up. Like, your, like Sam, they tell us what to do. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I want to just thank everybody out there who's been responding. Uh, Link, uh, they actually are coming in, Russ, to be evaluated. Good. And that's my big thing, and uh, you know, get checked. And it, as I sign off always, when it comes to your health, you know, the first step in getting it right is finding out what's wrong. Dr. Butch, thank you for coming in. We appreciate it. Hey, when we come back, Carlos will take us to the top. Woo! You're listening to the Monsters in the Morning. Top of, uh, of many things, it is Wild Card Wednesday, and I get to choose whatever I want to talk about that are the top things. And since we were talking about a film here, uh, the Scarface, that is the best known, most high. T- tell them a little the, bit about The that, most right? famous movie set in the state of Florida. Now, I've got every state, and I'm saving some of these to, to you know, because, you know, you're the movie dork. Yes. You, you should know a lot of these. Yeah. Like if I throw Alabama at you, I'll just give you one. Alabama, what's uh, the most famous movie set uh, in the state of Alabama? And it's the criteria of being lifetime gross and critical acclaim. This one's easy. Deliverance. No. Yeah, that's Georgia. <laughs> um, Thank you. Uh, let's see. God, Alabama would have to be something to do with the uh, the segregation thing. That's incorrect. Angel, will give you a shot. And you guys are going to kick yourselves in the nuts when you hear oh, it. Oh, Forrest Gump. Thank you very uh, much. There you go. Forrest Gump, of course. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. I'm sitting in Louisiana. Uh, but it actually By the could... way, my, my our little 11-year-old impersonates movie dork. It's the funniest thing in the world. I'd like to hear him do that. Yeah, um, but in similar to movie dork fashion, these are the top 10 highest grossing R-rated films of all time. R-rated film. Yes. Now, that is a touchy thing in the movie world because once you put an R-rated film on there, basically, uh, R-rating, you you basically, you know. Grossing? Set, these are the highest grossing R-rated films of all time. Am I allowed to guess or no? Well, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go down the list right here. I'm going to start at number 10, all right? Mm-hmm. And you guys know all of these films. Yeah. And number 10 with 209. This is domestic, not worldwide. Oh, not worldwide. Yeah, okay. okay. So this is domestic, all right? Number 10. Wedding Crashers. Oh, wow. I like that Damn, really? Yeah, made $209 million. Okay, now I do have a little bit of trivia with each one of these. Let me ask a real quick question. Sure. With these R's, uh, R-rated movies, are all of these, like, let's say, within um, within the last decade? 
Or are, are there uh, some older ones? That's a good question. And uh, because of the amount of, you know, uh, more, it's allowed more so, right? Yeah, you yeah. know, No, they're not. These are all time, and there are definitely some here that are not within the last 10 gotcha. years. I'm going to write one down that's got to be in the list. Hold oh. on, in this. Yeah, you guys each write yours down. And I've see got one there, and there's no question it's on the list. Okay, cool. Well, the, the cool thing about Wedding Crashers, I'm not going to go too deep into this one, but there is a star in that film that has three films in the top ten. In the, in the movie Wedding Crashers? In the movie I know, Wedding Crashers. I know it is. Okay, he has three, and he's the only one that has three films in the top ten of the highest grossing R-rated films. There's only two people. Well, you got be. Owen Wilson, and you got the yeah. other dude. You know, you, you guys think, think, of, think about whatever you want. You guys, right. might you guys be are missing it. So they, you're yes. missing it. Don't give it up <laughs> too much, all right? Number nine, the film 300. Oh, wow. yeah. Wow, yeah. really? 300 made... Gerard s- Butler? Yeah, just a little bit more than uh, Wedding Crashers. Uh, Wedding Crashers made $209 million and change, and uh, 300 made $210 million. And mm. this came out in 2007, and it really set off the tone of a lot of these type of films that are now, you know, we see them every day. Uh, these cool kind of action pack. Like a graphic novel kind exactly, of thing. Yeah. Exactly. It was one that first really capitalized. I like that one. That was good. Has one of the highest body counts ever in film. Mm-hmm. Guess how many people they killed in that movie. 220. Good guess. Mm, God, no. There was more. That whole scene where they were trying to get through the... Um, never saw it. Uh, oh, you never saw you it? Never oh. saw it, huh? 2,000. That's too high. Angel? 1,500. Too high. 300? Good guess. 585 <laughs> people were killed Damn. in that wow. film, all right? And Gerard Butler had to work out four hours yeah. a day for training. And if you see him now, he don't look nothing yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Little Doey. Little Doey. He's like a crazy, cool Scottish guy. Yeah. And he's, he's, uh, he gets he's like, I will not look like that again. Yeah. All right? That was number nine. Number eight of the highest grossing R-rated film, Saving Private Ryan. Okay. Oh, yeah, I can see that for sure. Okay. That came out in 1998, made $216 million domestically. Now, some cool things about that film is that Matt Damon, who plays basically the, the weasel in the film, uh, did not train with the rest of the guys. No. This was Spielberg intended because yeah. he wanted the people to hate Matt Damon. Yeah, to be in the outcast. So he didn't have to go out in the weather. He didn't have to do any of that. Yes. He just showed up the days he shot, and all the other actors really looked at him like, oh, you son of a bitch. You're sitting in your trailer exactly. enjoying your coffee, and we're out here in the mud. And on top of that, Spielberg wanted an unknown for the film, so he cast him, but little did he know he was going to win the Oscar for, oh. uh, you know, uh, you know, not Dead Poe, uh, Good Will Hunting. Good yeah. Will Hunting, yeah. And uh, a couple people considered for Tam- Tom Hanks' role, Mel Gibson and Harrison Ford. Ah, which I, Mel Gibson ended up doing a couple other army films, but uh, I think it's much better for Tom Hanks. Number seven of the highest grossing R-rated films of all time. This is a new one, released in 2012. Who can guess it? I, I bet I know right now. Ted guess. 2012, Ted. Great job, Jimmy. It was Ted. Yeah. And uh, that's right. It was a Seth MacFarlane film. A uh, little trivia about that. Not really about the film. They do mention 9-11 in the film. But Mark Wahlberg and Seth MacFarlane were, supposed to, were both supposed to be on those planes. Oh, okay. yeah. Mark Wahlberg was booked on the flight, but instead decided to drive to New York. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Seth MacFarlane missed his flight by 10 minutes. Oh, wow. Uh, on top of that, um, you know, obviously it was a gigantic, gigantic film. And the only reason Mark Wahlberg did the film was because he saw a Family Guy episode where they were making fun of him hardcore. Oh, really? And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to show you I can do this. Is that a guy that's turning into one of those guys that everybody thought was a douchebag at But he's first, really pretty cool. But, but all of a sudden now he seems like a really, really so. cool guy. I think so. And that, that, mo- that show with his brothers about the burger restaurant is helping a lot. Yeah, is it? Because when you see the how Wahlbergs. tight that family is. Wahlberger. My God, man. 
I mean, they are like, I mean, that that's the kind did, of brothers you always wanted. Did you like Ted? I thought it was really funny. Ted was funny. It was, okay. It was funny. I mean, obviously, it was crazy crude and wild, but uh, I enjoyed Nora it. Jones was in it. It's the weirdest yeah. thing. It's like, it's so obscure. Uh, so, this is, once again, these are the top ten highest grossing R-rated films of all time. Number six, all right? This is, to me, one of the classic films. Mm-hmm. One year. And I, once I give you the year, you'll probably guess it. 1973. 73. Oh, rated R? Classic rated R. 73. Rated R, uh, Deliverance? Eh. No, a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Eh. The Angel? Oh, I have no point. Around. Exorcist. Ten. Ten. Exorcist? You got it, Jimmy. Exorcist. <laughs> Exorcist. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it made $232 million. Do you know how much money that is in <laughs> 1973 for not, it to make? Not to mention how much money did it cost to make that picture. At, Probably $4 million. Absolutely. And it and adjusted for inflation, it would be the number one film. Mm. Uh, now, the crazy thing about this is that there is a lot of craziness to this film production. Scariest nine, movie of all time. Absolutely. And nine deaths are yeah. associated with this during the production. Really? Yeah. That's one movie I, I don't think I've ever seen completely from beginning to end. Uh, I got, the, I mean, being brought up in a crazy Catholic household. Oh, my That God. movie yeah. was just considered sin. Banned. Yeah, it yeah. was just, it was sin. And I, I've seen that, like, different <laughs> parts. Yeah, I've yeah. seen different parts of it in, like, college and stuff. Yeah. But uh, to this day, I, I would not sit down and watch it and uh, just the Catholic guilt would uh, you know just ruin me and the fact that I would have to tell my mom yeah I saw The Exorcist and that would be over. It's funny you say that Angel because for six months after the film they had to give uh, Reagan the the girl who played Reagan in the film uh, bodyguards because there was religious crazy people that said it glorified Satan so they literally had to follow around because she had so many death threats. Linda Blair really? exactly wow. Linda Blair yeah so that was number six made two hundred thirty two million number five this is a film that we all know and love it made two hundred and $34 million. It was released in 1984. What film is that? 84. 84. Oh, is it Silly? Yeah. Is it Police Academy? Good guess. Same vein. <laughs> Good guess. Airplane. N- n- good guess, too, but not it. Is it a comedy? Police it is Academy. A, Police Academy. It is a comedy. Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Wrong. Wrong. Oh. McGraw? Uh, um, Beverly Hills Cop. Good job. Yeah. You weren't even alive. <laughs> With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that was uh, released in 1984, made $234 million. This Beverly Hills Cop, this part was originally supposed to be played by Sylvester Stallone. Oh, no way. Okay, it was written for him, actually, and it was pieced together from about a multiple, multiple scripts, and originally offered to direct was Martin Scorsese, but he turned it down. Hmm. Wow. And it was a really super funny movie. Oh, Eddie yeah. Murphy, without Eddie Murphy in that movie, it, it, wouldn't it, work. it, it doesn't even come up. close to working. It still holds up. Right, it and tailpipe. Yeah, that's one of those ones where like, it's on cable, and I'll stop and watch it, the whole thing. And I'm, and I'm doing the lines with them, you know yeah. what I mean? Whoa. That, that was the, <laughs> that not was number those. That's a different five. Movie. Number five. Uh, of the, no, the one I've written down is not a. Well, yeah, I, think I think you. I think you. You. I think you all will probably be surprised at number one, but the rest here you probably. Two of these, you. I think I nailed number one. Okay, that'll be interesting because these are the top ten highest grossing R-rated films of all time. R-rated number, films of all time. Number four, mm-hmm. The Hangover Part Two. Part really? Oh, then hell. And I'll give you number three, which is. 
The Hangover. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So right. when I was referring back to the actor who had the three films, oh. I was not talking about Vince Vaughn yeah, who do, or who, Owen Wilson. Yeah, who do you guys think it is? Zach Val- And it's Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, Bradley right. Cooper. Yeah, and I'll tell you something else, too. That makes what I'm hearing makes that Exorcist number even triple more right. uh, impressive because you know what all these other movies have in common with them? What? Look at the movies that are like from six up. They all have social media. Yep. They all have the word of mouth through social media to help promote them, and The Exorcist did not. It just had lore. That Yep. That uh, that that thing that you can't. My God, I saw Exorcist. Two people in the theater passed out. Oh yeah, yeah. You're, you're exactly right. And uh, there's some funny things about the Hangover. You know the part of the stripper that was played by Heather Graham. Yes. Oh, I love her. Uh, was originally offered to Lindsay Lohan. <gasps> oh, oh wow. and she Turn, turned it down. Turned it down because she said this movie is going to be a bomb, and I don't want to be associated. with uh-huh. it. Wow, that know. worked out for her. Yeah. Good. Also, another little funny thing. Ed Helms. You know that tooth yeah. that he has missing in it? Yeah. It's not a fake tooth. He actually did not develop an adult incisor, if I believe that's the right word to say it. So he just took the cap off. Oh. And similar to Jim Carrey when he did Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, yeah. Now, those were three and four of the top highest grossing R-rated films so of last time. we got time. number two and number one. So the last two. Yeah. I really don't think you guys are going to guess it. Okay, so what year was number two made in? Number two, without social media help, mm-hmm. without uh, any of that promotion, it was released in 2003. What is this film? Russ? Oh, well, I know. Okay, it. my number one and number two, I'll, I'll just Passion of the Christ has to be. Maybe. I'm not going to give you the number. one of the two. Passion <laughs> of the Christ made so much money. Okay, you're on a good path, and, it, and it's if, R. If I guess this, will you give me a high five? Sure. There's something about Mary. Eh, that, oh! that was uh, 15. Was that was it? around there. Yeah. J. Angel. And it was 2003. 2000. You guys are all going to go. Oh, what I say? Ever? I, I, mm, I don't even know. I can't think of a 2003 McGraw, movie. McGraw, you get it. You did a good guess. I have no idea. Okay, I'm the number two made 281 million dollars. The Matrix Reloaded. Matrix. Oh, oh wow. I wouldn't even comment. Lame. Okay. Lame. But you know what? It was, remember, this film defined a genre. There's been really nothing else like it that kind of shocked the world like that. The special effects alone in this movie cost $100 million. Oh, mm. my God. All right. The Neo versus the Smith clones, that big, huge action yeah, sequence, yeah. 27 days to shoot. Hmm. You know, Damn. These, these type of films are really, there's so much work that goes into them. Worldwide, I think it made close to a billion. Now, number one, last but not least, Russ hit it right on the head. That would be The Passion of the Christ. The irony yeah, of it. a film about Jesus Christ being an R-rated wrote, film, wrote Bingo Lollipop, yeah, yeah. Uh, making, and it kills everybody else. Oh, yeah, it's not even close. $370 million. Yeah, because yeah. they tapped into that. They, they, they're one of the few... One of the few bridges in that genre of film that could go and uh, and get a Christian audience. And that was before social media oh, yeah. or everything. And it, and it's, uh, you know, uh, Mel Gibson has the correct change after that one. Speaking of the correct change, Mel Gibson put in twenty six million dollars of his own m- money to get this film produced. Okay, and some other interesting things that Mel Gibson did. He had Satan played by a woman, which was kind of oh really you know interesting. That was a woman in that film that was playing Satan. And if you, the only time you see Mel Gibson in that film is when he is taking the nails and hammering in Jesus to the cross. Those That's are, his hands, those right? Those are his hands. Yeah. Okay, so a couple interesting takes. Once again, the reason I brought this up is because you were talking about the films. It's, a, it's an R-rated film kind of environment. Those were the top ten highest grossing R-rated films. Oh, that was fun. That was good. To the top. Never stop. All right. Thank you so very much. Uh, and that, uh, that particular... Uh, uh, 
at 8 o'clock to the top can be sponsored. Oh, yeah. So you can get hold of the Sony Clear Channel. You can sponsor that particular uh, time slot there. Uh, 407-916-1041 or toll-free. It's one 978 1041 Okay. Um, uh, how do I do this without – I don't want to throw anyone under the, under the bus because Uh-oh. I'm positive, man. And I'm sweet, Russ. Okay. Okay. Um, so I just say that for whatever reason, someone uh, who was supposed to do some um, some uh, carpet and tile installation uh, uh, cannot do the labor now uh, for the Monster House. Now, the Monster House we're building for Operation Finally Home and for Sergeant Irving and his family. So if there's anybody out there that can do carpet and tile installation, we've got all of the materials. It's just the labor, for whatever reason, somebody... Uh, Drop the ball? The one, no, I don't, that sounds bad if you oh, say it that way. Um, uh, someone had to pull out for whatever particular reason the, they had. Okay, so they had to. So uh, we are, uh, our friends at MCBC need someone that can do carpet and tile installation. I will thank you profusely on the radio. You'll get a little love for us doing it. But we're building this home for Operation Finally Home and Sergeant Irvin and his family. And we've hit a stumbling block which is uh, a person to put in the carpet and put it in the tile. This is for a uh, uh, you know a veteran who uh, not only served our country you know one time in Afghanistan, Afghanistan and was uh, uh, hit by an IED, but twice he went back and was hit by an IED, and um, now you know he can't he doesn't have the uh, ability to use his arm. Yeah. He's got a family of four. We're building him this beautiful home, but um, uh, we've had a. A situation where someone you know, provided the tile and carpet, but uh, they they couldn't get us the the labor. So I'm not being mean about it. I'm just saying, hey, if someone could help us, I really would appreciate it. It's carpet and tile installation we need. Uh, if you can you know, get hold of the radio station, uh, you know, get hold of us. We'll, we'll get you to, with the right people. Um, and if you can help us with carpet and tile installation, we sure would appreciate can it. I, can I be fake, Russ, and, and be mean about it? Yeah, go ahead. What the hell is going on no, no, here? No, no, no. You told me you were going to get the no, tile no, no, no. and the carpet done. If I find out this doesn't get done, no, 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 I'm going to no. take my gigantic hands, no, don't wrap do them around don't your choke, and choke you to death because no, 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 I'm pissed. No, I can't say, I can't say that anymore. Oh, I can't do okay, that anymore. Sorry. That's, that's, that's bad. Pull the plug. <laughs> no. Don't do, don't do that. <laughs> Pull the plug. No, no, no. Please. Uh, I heard that You said that, and Russ reached for his head. <laughs> Some nice person, please provide carpet and tile installation. We need it badly to finish this home uh, for Do- Sergeant Irving and his family. Uh, 407-916-1041. Oh, and uh, we'll come back. we got some other things to handle. But we have, thanks to Blogging Molly, who, uh, you know, does our, every day does our website, yeah, makes yeah. it cool. You know. mm-hmm. uh, she put up a poll, and it was, uh, who do you like better, poll? And it was, who do you like better, Brett Bushy or Eric Weber? Mm-hmm. Guess who's, oh, my gosh. Guess who's, so that must mean the website is melting right now. <laughs> guess who's winning by 63%. I would put money right now. Yeah. I would lay probably 100 down easily that Weber is killing him. You think so? What do you think, uh, Angel? Who do you think is winning? If I'm just going to go off of uh, if the same people that are texting in uh-huh. are, are voting on that, uh-huh. or, or if they have not been made aware that that poll exists, uh-huh. I'll, gi- I'll give it 15 minutes and it'll change. But I would have to say Weber. Uh, Weber's winning, you think? What do you think, uh, uh, Carlos? Uh, I would say Bushy. Right now, uh, winning is who do you like better? Uh, Monster fans are voting uh, Brett Bushy. Ah, look at that. 63% wow. say Brett Bushy as of right now. So he's up early voting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, I, I, there's, your, there's your voting right there. I you, don't, yeah, none of us knew that that existed until yeah. right now, until you said it. So <laughs> this, this will change in 10 minutes. I, I logged in you. with uh, 18 of my fake email names and uh, bet for 
for Weber every time. Brett Bushy looks like this profile picture of every Ponzi scheme manager. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like high, this is a high-yielding investment, low, uh, low investment, high uh, return. It looks like you should see that picture and right above it, how I made a million dollars with Jordan Belfort. <laughs> well, you can go to our website at monsters.fm and place your vote if you haven't had a chance to You might want to screenshot that right now. But right now it says Brett Bushy 63% and so Eric the Weber. the thing he's going to win at yeah. this year. 38%. <laughs> Hey, uh, also, she put up uh, my before and after pictures from my kitchen. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, those, that. those are up on my uh, my blog. She's going to put them on the main page, but just go to monsters.fm. You'll scroll down a little bit. You'll see my blog. Click on Dirty Jim, and you'll see them. She's get, she is going to put them on the main page because the blogs are kind of hard to find, mm-hmm. and I want them right up front. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, courtesy of Five Day Cabinets. I'll be telling you the, about those guys in just a few minutes. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's my before and after. I think, it, I think it's dramatic enough to let you see. Exactly uh, what new cabinets can do for you. Where do I see it? I go to uh, go to my blog right there on the down. click on his face. Yeah, Over click here. on my face, homie. On your face. Okay, cool. Well, speaking of the website, real quick, um, because this was going down yesterday and we're uh, pumping it right now. If you uh, click on my face on the website, it takes you to my part of the blog. Yeah. On my page, and the link is reestablished again to where it shows you all the music that we used yesterday for the rejoins because I had a ton of people asking for that. Very nice. Oh, okay. Oh, there's your. Okay, that's your kitchen. That's the old one. Yeah, that's the with the white cabinets, the white laminate, and the red handles. It's so disgusting. Uh-huh. I want, to, I want to hear your when you see the new one. Okay, hold on there. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, that's crazy, right? Super nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing, man. man. It's just it, amazing. And that, and that will increase the value of your home. Oh, by, uh, you can imagine. Yeah, I mean, threefold. Can, I, can I tell you, the money that I put into this has already been made oh, back. I, I like that. Uh, yeah, we got that down in uh, Ivanhoe. Is that Tarazzo? Huh? No, I'm yeah, go through, but yeah. Uh, oh, that looks really good. Yeah, it's real nice. It's kind of like a galley kitchen. But it com- it just comes alive when you see them. So those are good before and afters, right? You can get a good idea of, Very of what good. new cabinets can do for you. Yeah, check those out. At, uh, go to monsters.fm and you, you can you know make your vote for who you like better, Weber or uh, Bushy, and also you can see Dirty Jim's uh, before and after uh, pictures with the with I'd the kitchen. I'd say hit refresh over the break. Okay, all right, <laughs> we'll do that. All right, you're listening to the Monsters of the Morning. I never loved nobody fully. Guilty pleasure. Wednesday. We, we have, uh, have a lot of the same taste. Who? This is your song. <laughs> Who is this? Regina Spector. This bitch is amazing. Listen. Just keep listening for a second. This chick is so unbelievably talented, bro. Never make fun of me for liking John Mayer. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. If he likes something that's weird, then it's okay. Right. Yeah, then yeah, it's this cool. This good music. Listen. This breakdown is the good Oh, my God. <laughs> How dare you. Dirty so Jam. Shame. Is, shame. Right, so, everybody listening, this is the mental shame picture you. that you have to paint when you're hearing us play these songs. You roll up to an intersection. You're at the light. You look over. And there's, and there's Jimmy chugging a Cuban cigar. Yeah, there's Jimmy with his cigar <laughs> going, <laughs> singing the song note for note. Jamie, oh, the mental yeah. picture. Love the Regina Spector. Dude. Hey, McGraw, not dissing her at all. Did you get hey. any? Uh, did you get anyone uh, calling in and want to help us with uh, you know the labor on carpeting and on tile? Yep, couple floor and couple tile companies calling. So feel free to call if you guys have some information. All right. Well, yeah. Not the hell with information. If you can, <laughs> if you have labor and you can help, uh, then, yeah. then don't bother us if you can't. Contractors and and subcontractors were giving us calls. Okay, good. All right, whatever that means. Well, we appreciate you guys wanting to help us out uh, with the building of the uh, of the monster house. Thank you so very much. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one or toll free. It's one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Hey, uh, so Angel's got a pretty good idea 
Um, the problem is, is that once we do this, then it's almost like, what was that movie where if you were in the picture, you're going to die or something like that? <laughs> or like, it's, it's almost like what, what, Final Cut, Final, Final Destination, Final Destination or something uh, like this. Once you do Back a promo, sh- yeah. once you do a promo shot, oh. the, the countdown is on. Yeah, maybe we should just kind of nix that whole idea and just go to a big sheet of paper that just says monsters. <laughs> I mean, once, honestly, once dude, you do I'm the so promo tired shot. of taking them now. Well, we dude, gotta, this is a good idea. You don't have to take any. We don't use them, dude. Well, we do. Here's we the thing: we will need them on the day that we go and do the monster truck oh, show. God, are we doing that uh, again? Too? Yeah, we're doing that again too. No, are you, seriously, are we? Yes. Oh, yeah. Why would you not do the monster truck show? Well, I'm not saying we can't do it. But yeah, but what? Thousands of people. What? Dude, that's the biggest crowd we're in front of. Biggest crowd we're in front of. Yeah, man. All year long. Wait, Wait you, you, you ain't got time for. You're too good for that. You can't say hi to people There's one day in front of the trucks, Mr. Specter. One, one day you can't say hi yeah, to everybody. Dude, we've done it like twenty I re- years. I realize dude. Honestly, that, but twenty years. Dude. Always people coming by and saying no. hello. We barely get a chance yeah. to uh, to meet people anymore. So oh, uh, let's and shoot another one. Now. That's we got to shoot a, a promo shot. Uh, so a, Angel has a great idea. We've never done this before. We've done the one with shirtless. We've done the one on a motorcycle. We've done the we've done. Every every stereotypical one in the world. <laughs> the only stereotypical one we haven't done is to get dressed up, you know, like in a nice suit. Look, we're talking this about this is just based off of the conversation we had today and the, talking about the suits and, and looking sharp. Well, the best everything. promo shot this station has ever had ever was the one that SBK Live had when you guys walking down downtown or, uh, Orange Avenue with those suits. That was the that was James that was, Bond, dude. That was so pimp. It was scary. Yeah, that was tuxedos and stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. but yeah. we're thinking about. It, I don't want to say the place, but uh, but a particular place, and we'll tell you during the break where the place is. Uh, and, and Perkins? But, you know, but uh, dressed up to the... <laughs> exactly. The big difference is Photography by Navarro will be taking this picture. Oh, okay. okay? And yeah. that's going to add a different element to this. And and look, this is a... Cr- th- knock on wood, this is a good crew here. Yeah. We all got our minds right. Yeah. We all ain't trying... We all don't have this or that or we, we're out... We, we, know, we know the gig... And we know how to try and maintain this. So we're saying in this in this particular promo shot, don't put a little time clock in the corner. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> you don't. pick the time exactly. How yeah. about we just do this? We have them perforated. In other words, we take the shot. It's great. We have them perforated <laughs> so that when the other member leaves, you can just punch that guy out and keep going with the other guys. I ain't trying to go anywhere unless I book a gigantic gig and I still come back. Okay, I don't think Angel's trying to. Look, can I tell you the curse mm. may be working in your favor because somebody's going. I mean, this is going to happen. I mean, this happened too often to not pay attention to. Look, I mean, you. You can say whatever you want. The Madden curse, guess what, guys? It's the reason true. it's a curse is because the goddamn thing holds up. <laughs> Here's the bad thing about you. Somebody's dying in this bitch when we take this picture. Somebody's going away. Oh, whether, whether it be Someone's meta- dying? You're going to be like listen, heart attack? Metaphorically, Christ's sakes, Russ, stick with me here. Oh, God damn. You said dying. It makes me sick sometimes. Oh, you shut so, up. With your, get, so, get off your high horse so over there, metaphorically, you son of a bitch. Metaphorically, somebody's gone. You said dying. Can your career die, Russ? Uh, no, my heart can give can out, though. Can your career <laughs> I know, my, die? My heart can give out watching you scream and I holler know. over there. Jimmy, you too, Goodness man. gracious. Calm down, guys. Mike, you really don't want to do this promo shot, do you? Nope. <laughs> he doesn't want to wear a suit. That's what it is. Oh, God, it makes me sick. So anyway, um, anyway, where are we going to shoot this thing? Perkins? I don't know. No, no. <laughs> the, the, we'll leave the, yeah. the place a mystery, but we do need to get, you know, like, uh, I mean, a good, a, a good suit. We do need, and the irony is, we do need some help with the place. You get a sponsor, you know, to hook us up with a really nice suit. Yeah, no, that'd be nice. Yeah, I think that. <laughs> oh, I see the scam. No, thank you. <laughs> get with me here, Jimmy. Been here twenty years. Can you figure it out along with me?
My apologies. Thank you very much. I'm down for a new suit. Okay. <laughs> my, thank you. My B. My Lord, B. Lord, Lord. I, accept, I accept your apology. Did you not get this? My goodness, man. That time I was inside the box. <laughs> okay. Okay. There you go. Inside yes. the box. I don't usually live there. Uh huh. My B. Yeah. Anyway, suits for a new promo shot. <laughs> we'll take your calls. <laughs> You didn't see that one coming from a mile away? I did not. Oh, okay. (laughs) While we're dreaming, I need a truck. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) And I'm hungry. Uh, Oh, by the way, well, I'm glad you're hungry because I believe Porky's here today. Oh, sweet. They're coming today. Oh, well, there you have it. If you only ate pork or chicken. Oh, you don't. But you eat all the sides, right? Yeah. You eat chicken. He always brings some chicken. chicken. Yeah, chicken. Yard bird, he's coming. You eat the chicken. I ate the hell out of some chicken. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one or toll free. It's one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Real quick, and you know, I know that we use the texting service for a lot of cool stuff. Seven seven zero three one, powered by our friends Goldsmith Jewelry. If you need a new roof, of course, you know, uh, you can use your jewelry as collateral, get some money, and then get that new roof. Uh, it's Goldsmith Jewelry. Remember, standard rates apply. We may text you back. They're saying right now that, um, and this is the cool thing about this being a straight-up Orlando service. Uh, if you're uh, going to, like, uh, the L.B. McLeod area out there, there's, like, a car fire. <laughs> so there's some really bad traffic in that area, oh. so try to avoid it. I just got hit by the uh, the new uh, the new pole. Yeah, I uh, told you. It would take one commercial break. Just hit refresh. <laughs> who, do you, who do you like better, yeah. uh, Brett oh, Bushy or Eric Weber? It's not even close now. And it was it's Yikes. now a landslide the other way. Uh, Eric Weber by 78%. I told you to screenshot that because there's no way he's even going to come close to that number again. <laughs> Brett Bushy by 22%. Brett, uh, Brett, is, uh, Brett is not a savory guy, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's not. He just doesn't make himself. Anyway, the, I guess the cool thing about Brett is the fact that he just simply doesn't care. I yeah. don't. Uh, he does not care about how you do or do not feel about him. But uh, Absolutely know, not. He does not. All right. That's uh, good and bad. We'll take your phone calls uh, when we come back. You're listening to the Mantra of the Morning. Whoever does. I want to be rich and I want lots of money. I don't care about clever. I don't care about funny. I want lots of clothes and I want well, lots of diamonds. You can tell. I heard people die. This is a guilty pleasure Wednesday. You can tell by the one person that knows every word to this who's singing it. This is Bloggy Molly's, obviously. No, this is just no. people who really like good music. This is Lily Allen. Another. So who, who picked the song? McGraw? Oh, Dirty Jim did. Yeah, um. Yeah, dude, Lily Allen's a beast. I'm telling you right now. I think a beast? A beast. <laughs> well, it's like saying Nora Jones no, is a beast. No, not how she looks. Yeah, Nora Jones is a beast. I mean, she's great. I mean, the chick is an absolute animal when it comes to writing great songs. I mean, this chick, Lily Allen, is for real. I mean, you, her old, I think the album was Smile. I know yeah. that was a single, but that album, Smile, there's not a bad song on it. I'm telling you, your, your old lady will love it. Oh, yeah? You buy her a Lily Allen record, and I'm telling you, especially buy that album, Smile, by Lily Allen, and she'll like it. Trust me. 407-916-1041 or toll free. It's one 978 1041 So earlier we were talking about, uh, uh, I don't know how, it, I think someone called and asked Dr. Butch about when you turn 50, the things that you, you, yeah. you need to do. And then before that, 50 came up somehow. Uh, and, and there's a, an uh, article out about the 20 things that are turned 50 this year. Uh, and it's kind of surprising some of the stuff that, uh, that just turned 50 this year. Now, one, like, okay, number 20 on this list is underdog. Which I don't know that anyone remembers who Underdog is, right? Nah. Is that food? Yeah, do, I remember Underdog. What are you doing? You do. Uh, Angel, you have no idea who Underdog is, uh, do you? No? Yeah, uh, Pene- was there Penelope, Miss Penelope or in that part of that or whatever? Uh, it was. Oh, uh, the cartoon. Yeah, the cartoon Underdog. Oh. 
you don't remember that? Vaguely. And what was her name? It was. Um, was it? I thought it was Miss Penelope. It wasn't Miss Penelope. It Who was, was that then? It, I don't know. Wasn't there a Penelope that was part of that whole thing? It was Polly. Polly, maybe it was Polly, Polly Purebred. Purebred. Yeah, Polly Purebred was. Uh, yeah, but that turned fifty uh, this year. Turning fifty this year, the Munsters. Wow. Uh, it seems like they'd be older. Yeah, that show started in black and white, bro. It started this, you know, fifty years. Or did ago they shoot that in year. black and white to make it look more? That was around the time when television was either black or white in nineteen sixty four, sixty five. Yeah, because Bev- yeah, Beverly Hillbillies went from black and white to color. Yeah, yeah. Uh, turning fifty this year is uh, Lucky Charms. Wow, God, it seems like those are wow. always older brands than that. I w- I would have thought that Lucky Charms was older that Gross. Than as well. You don't like Lucky Charms? I hate marshmallows. <gasps> Oh, I love Lucky Charms. <laughs> With the disdain that he says, I hate marshmallows. Yeah. Like they, marshmallows did something to you. They did. I don't want to talk dude. about it. It touched me. Here's another one that, well, maybe uh, people, you might know this, Angel, because there were newer cartoons that came back. But uh, Johnny Quest. Wow. Do you know who Johnny Quest is? I, the reason I know Johnny Quest is apparently in Puerto Rico, he's insanely popular. Cause I remember, Johnny Quest is? Yeah, because I remember... I, I saw Johnny Quest in, with Spanish overdubs before I saw it in English. Wow. Johnny uh, Quest, Haji, Race Bannon, and Bandit. The dog, yeah. Bandit and then the who's dog. the other guy? Um, it was Race Bannon. Who was the villain all the time? Oh, God, I don't Some remember. crazy doctor, right? Yeah. Uh, tw- okay, 50 years old uh, today. They tried this to week. make a movie out of that, and they ruined it. They did? Yeah, it was horrible. The Houston Astros are 50. Wow. And they I looked every they, bit of it. I thought they were older. Still no, no, and they, they've sucked for 50 years. Yeah. Yeah, they they have. That's never been a good team, has I it? I think they might have had no. one season. Well, Nolan Ryan pitched for them; they were pretty good, right? Yeah, they kind of been a joke of uh, of a team for no. But Nolan Ryan was like their gleaming, Jeff Bagwell st- played for their, their glee, uh, you know, their star. Yeah, but they weren't doing anything. Same when Bags was there; they've always had one good guy. Yeah, they All- might have had a run or two. Goddamn, Bagwell wasn't. Animals. Also, yeah, fifty is a Hello Dolly, Royce. which uh, I guess it was a, a big musical, won a bunch of Tony Awards. But I don't Hello know. Dolly. Fifty years ago uh, was the very first episode of Gilligan's Island. Let me tell you something funny about that. <clears throat> and so, that one started in black and white and went to color. Yep. I just got a request to interview Don Wells. Oh yeah. And um, I put in my uh, submission, and believe it or not, fifty years and that show only being on the air for I think what five seasons. Yeah. Um, and it being a joke. And nobody thought it was going to go anywhere. It was yeah. a complete accident. Um, she was booked solid in in the first Wait request. a minute. So we're going to let Russ talk to another cast member from Gilligan's Island? Because <laughs> you know what he did to the last one. Killed him. Oh, yeah. he killed him. Yeah, he totally he killed, killed him. He killed Bob Denver. It wasn't no, Bob Denver. Doctor. It was, it was Russell. The doctor. Russell. It was a doctor, yeah. What was his name? The Something professor. Russell. The professor. I'm sorry, yeah. yeah it's Russell something. Russell something. Yeah, you don't even remember Wilson? who you killed. I don't remember. Wow. But I remember we talked about it, and the day I talked about it, he died, which was weird. That was crazy. Yeah. But Gilligan's Island. And you know Gilligan's Island, oh, I, I, you probably have seen the back, behind the scenes of it or whatever, but the girl, uh, Ginger, thought it was all going to be about her. Yeah, Tina Louise. She thought it was going to be about this movie star gets stuck on an island with a bunch of regular people, and she thought it was going to be the you know the Ginger show. And then when they come out with it, it's like, Gilligan's Island. She's like... the. The idiot, it's, it's his show? Like, she was really pissed. They probably sold everybody. On oh, that yeah. One. You know, this is going to be about a, a show skipper. about a, per- a skipper and how he deals <laughs> with being on an island. This is going to be about a professor and how he deals with... Almost know. everybody that auditioned for that show, when you read the stuff behind the scenes about it, thought they only went on it because their agent booked it, and they and they thought it was a joke. Yeah. They right. really did. They thought it was a joke. Nobody thought it was going to be turned into anything. So that's why they took the chance for the audition just to get out there and do something. And uh, and then of course it wound up getting uh, getting produced. Also fifty this year, GI Joe, wow. which uh, Angel once again you're, I mean, you remember GI Joe right? Yeah, Kung Fu Grip, Kung Fu, exactly. And about, uh, yeah, there, and there's the original GI Joe. 
Man, I had, I had them all. The GI Joes I grew up with though were the was the small ones. I didn't get the full Ken doll ones. See, I had the big ones. Yeah, I have to tell you, man. Uh, in my entire life, I think that's the only quote like doll or figure I ever had in my life. That's an action because figure. Because at one point, I was G.I. Joe crazy. Oh, yeah, me you? too, yeah. Yeah, I think when I was in like fifth or fifth, fourth or fifth grade, I used to, my dad smoked cigarettes that you roll yourself, like the Prince Albert and the can cigarettes, right? Yeah, yeah. The real man type stuff. And I would take those empty tobacco cans and a glue gun and make like airboats for him. <laughs> and stuff like that, make little wraps. And, and we, I mean, we did, we didn't just play with G.I. Joe's. We took them out into the field. Yeah. Like in the little streams and did all that. It was crazy. I used Damn. to love the G.I. Joe. Uh, also turning 50 this year. Uh, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, mm. the movie. Okay. Uh, really? Yeah. What? So the original. The so book. Willy Wonka. The uh, book, not the movie. That, that, the, 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 the movie, movie was like in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, then you've got uh, The Addams Family came out the same year as The Monsters. Yeah. Uh, Which did you like better? You're a Monsters guy or Addams Family? I was an Addams Family guy. Hey, real quick, just so, because I, I want to uh, square somebody away real quick. Uh, Nolan Ryan played for the Houston Astros for between 1980 and 1988. And he's their GM right now. Right, so shut saying. up. Yeah, he's their GM now. Did somebody yeah. say that uh, Nolan Ryan didn't play for the Astros? Exactly. Oh. Come on, dude. The uh, the first year that the Surgeon General said that smoking could kill you was 50 years ago. Wow. <laughs> oh, so before that, it didn't do anything to you. Yeah, yeah they yeah. said it was great. It would it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Fred Flintstone <laughs> used to do no. commercials. and Dude, guys in doctor's smocks used to do commercials. And look at cigarettes now. Nobody's smoking them. Uh, <laughs> Nobody. 50, I mean, it's gone down quite a bit. Fifty yeah. years ago, the, are gross. Uh, <laughs> you saw the premiere of, or the the very first showing of the Jackson Five. Wow, wow. I that's a. Uh, then you've got uh, permanent press. Uh, oh, a comic book convention started uh, fifty years ago. Damn, really? Yeah. Wow, that's uh, I wonder speed. what that first one was like. <laughs> Do you see that local story? There's a local story about two women that uh, they're the ones that started that local. Uh, you know the thing that we go to, uh, it's like the comic book convention or the big uh, the yes. mega mega con or whatever? Yeah. It was started by two women here in Central Florida. Really? And, and they just kind of started out of their, their little office, and it's turned into this incredibly huge event every year that uh, we love to go and take photos at because they're all goofy. Um, Sandra Bullock will be 50 this no, year. No, really? Yeah, Sandra Bullock. And 50. she would still what? Get it. There you go. <laughs> uh, Jeopardy is 50 this year. Oh, I love it. My favorite show ever. Has he been the... Okay. No. No. Okay, Jeopardy. Okay. He would be very, 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 very old. He's, he was the original host. I got bad news for you. He's pretty old now. He didn't start in his 20s yeah. for sure, but uh, uh, Alex Trebek has to be in his mid-70s or early 70s He now. has a mustache again. Yeah, yeah he does. He does? He should Thank not. Thank God. Uh, 50, it's creepy on him. It's no, he does not. It does not. 50 this it. year, Buffalo Wings. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite things. Uh, the Ford Mustang, which is my favorite. Uh, you know, when I was a kid, I had a Ford Mustang. And it, mm-hmm. the, the first time it came out was 64 and a half. Uh, mm-hmm. That was the very first one. The Beatles, or actually the British Invasion, yes. was, is 50 Beatles. years old. And then uh, number one on this list is the 8-track tape oh, wow. player. Remember? Oh, I hope that comes back. Oh, man. It is coming back. Who? Now, For who? For everybody. I had the 8-track player. Back. I'm sure I'm you probably did. Back. Right. No, I never had them in a vehicle nice, of mine. Nice the, try. The cassette had taken are? over. Yeah. My uncle's... My uncles had cassette players yeah. or had eight track players in their cars, like Grand Torinos and whatnot, uh, and their pickup trucks. But, Grand Torino. But when the That's I, mean, I have awesome to tell you, car. it's so funny how generationally we fight technology. Because when my uncle, God bless him, because he's just one of the sweetest people that ever lived, when he saw a cassette, he said, "Ain't no way 
<laughs> that little tape is going to sound as good as that big tape. Yeah, you, got, you, you know, no, because it didn't make any sense logically. Yeah, logically, it he no was right. Sense, right. I would agree with him, and I also would try to break my own bone spur off. But yes, uh, that, that makes sense. And then when the CD came out, they uh, equally uh, revolted equally as uh, strong. And well, Angel, just so you know, on AV Club, there's an article called "How Music's Worst Format Found a New Life." On uh, uh, see, independent, I, 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 went, to I went on a technical Forbes. knockout because of the website you just referenced, AV Club. And Forbes, so that's for audiophiles and music dead, nerds. Enjoy why that. Did Sony just cram 148 terabytes of data. They're back. Yeah. Yeah. What's back? The eight-track the tape? tape. Oh, the cassette tape. Good luck. Yeah, I don't look like it up. Google it. I believe you. I, again, cite the website again. What was that? All right, uh, Stephen Kramer's here. Right. When Stephen right Kramer comes Whatever. back, I, we have to talk to him about suits. Mm-hmm. I want to talk to him about uh, gay marriage because I saw him on television talking about that. Yeah. Uh, also, <laughs> I need to talk to him about something else. Uh, there was some other legal thing that we needed to talk to Kramer about. Damn it, man. I need to write these things down. Anyway, I'll figure it out during the break. Uh, so don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Monsters of the Morning. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.